bit. So whenever you take off your glasses, I don't recognize you. <laughs> like, oh, oh my god, a stranger's on my webcam. <laughs> you did it. You did it while you were here, uh, like yeah. at Christmas. And for a second, I was drunk enough that I was like, I really don't recognize Tim when he takes his glasses off. Who like, the fuck is in my house? Why is that guy? Why is this fucking person in my house? <laughs> Sounds like Tim, but it doesn't look like Tim. <laughs> There's a lot yeah. of beer involved that night. I did, like, I did drink way too fucking much, but that's, yeah, neither here nor there. I feel like that's something you say a lot, Mark. Oh, what? I drank too fucking much. I smoked way too, too, too many much. Edibles. Oh, I saw God. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was good. Uh, I really enjoyed that weed. So thank you, Sonny and Blake. Yay, it's Sonny. gone now. Oh. It was, was amazing. Wow, that was quick. Not that, not really. Plus, it's not, plus it's not a point, so once you got better to do yeah, yeah, yeah. Smoke weed yeah, there is definitely do shit. Yeah. Play video games. There's done. There's definitely been some of that going on this week for sure. I have joint in my top drawer from my brother from over a year ago now, and like that's I know the... it's bad. Oh, but that's good. <laughs> I know, but you know what? I I just can't make myself do it without like a good solid purpose. So one night I'm just gonna do it and watch Planet Earth two <laughs> with like. A I big, did that the other night. Yeah, yeah, with like a big bowl of chips that I'm not going to feel guilty about and just like lick the chips, like get some really good salt and vinegar and some good barbecue and just like lick them. And then and just throw them away? <laughs> no, no, I'll eat them. But like, oh, it's so good when you just like get all that salt, like especially salt and vinegar when you get like your tongue yeah. sore because you've eaten or like, with, licked it with too much. With all dressed or with ketchup, I love doing that. Dill pickle. Uh, I just want to go do it. Bye, guys. I'm gonna make a whole podcast just of Christy. Shortest, shortest fucking podcast ever. I gotta cut five minutes of it out, and we're at seven minutes now. So I got two minutes of podcast this week. Like a, yeah. Everyone be like, do like a, 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 yeah, an April, April Fool's, Fool's uh, episode or something like that, where it's just like two minutes. Like, okay, bye. Yeah. All right. Well, here's, here's what we're gonna talk about tonight. Oh, whoops! It cut out. Yeah. We're done. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess that's a good preamble. There we go. Everybody, welcome to Dance Robot Dance, episode seven to nine. Whoop whoop. We're almost in our old age. I mean, we are, but we're we not. We are really like, like still septuagenarians. You watch Grace and Frankie. Seventies and like fifty. Oh, is that is that what it is now? Seventies and new fifty. Yeah. But yeah, welcome to Dance Romance, episode 80. <laughs> episode How's everybody? 79. How are everybody no, doing? No. Oh, 79. Yardy, Said it. You good said point. it once too. That was the <laughs> worst good. part. This you said seventy nine. <laughs> then you went back into it. It was a good start. Well, uh, well played. Part of that five minutes before we started was me just yawning profusely and Mark and Tim. <laughs> oh, there it is. Yeah, Mark and Tim being like, "You gonna make it?" So <laughs> we'll see. I'm hosting, so let's hope so. Speaking of hosting, hey everybody, it's your friendly neighborhood. Oh, ugh, sorry. Just make, <laughs> make yourself puke. <laughs> <Just cute. laughs> what just happened? Friendly neighborhood, Christy, but halfway through, I got this fucking image. <laughs> I have puke cake. <laughs> it's so freaky. Oh, he's on my brain, and I'll tell you why when we do our geek of the week. Frick. Oh, uh, anyway, um. Let's let's just move on. We got our regulars here tonight. We have Mark. Say hi, Mark. Are you okay? Like, <laughs> I'm are you fine? <laughs> hi, everybody. I'm kind of worried about Christie's. It's something. fine. 
It seems this like every 20 episodes or something we have yeah. one of these where it's just everybody's just all fucked up and exhausted and it feels like falling apart. Hey, this is how we got spoopty <laughs> into the poopty. So. Yeah, that was, yeah, that that worked really fucking well for us. Great. <laughs> and we also have Tim who just who is gracing us his presence just after he got back from like a week of crazy travel. So thank you very much for making time, Tim. Yeah, no problem. It's nice to sort of decompress after all that work and travel and etc. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Lots of flying, which is part of my geek of the week. Yeah, that feels very Peter Panny. Yeah, exactly uh, that kind of flying. We have a Christy's doing visual bits. She has a poop emoji bits. pillow. Um, but yeah. So, I'm, I'm, how was everybody's week? Everybody, everybody good? Everybody have a good time? Yeah, busy. It's been a busy week. Yeah, unemployment not as not as relaxing as I thought it was going to be this time. So unemployment is kind of like how Christmas holiday or winter holidays are like, you'll have a holiday around this time. It's going to be very relaxing. It's all a lie and it's all a ruse and you feel guilty about not having, like not not enjoying the time. Yeah. Try combining the two actually. Cause I was, I left my, I left my job right before Christmas started. And it's just been one prolonged like trip since then. It's been, it's been a weird month. So (laughs) I feel like you get that first week where you're like, you know, you panic because you're like, oh, my God, I'm unemployed. Yeah, excuse me. And then you have like that week after the one like where you're just kind of like, no, I'm not going to apply for a job for a little bit. And then you're bored and you're like, now I need to apply for jobs. Oh, my God. No one's ever going to hire me. Blah. Yeah, I did all that and then got five interviews in like two days. So boy. like I'm not doing too, too bad. I'm pretty like excited about what's going on. But it's just like, oh, I guess I could have like actually taken a break and not started applying right away because I didn't realize people were going to be like, oh, we're going to call you, interview you and be like, we're probably going to want you to start in like a week or two if you go through the next round. Next round. I was like, oh, well, okay. <laughs> yeah, but you say you didn't expect this, but this happened when you left Tanner too. Yes, that's true. This exact process. Yeah, exactly. People don't seem to be like, people seem to recruit these days and be like, we need you to start as soon as possible. But like, really, if you're the right candidate, than the candidate they really want they'll wait a bit unless it's like something super pressing like a contractor yeah like if it's contract stuff i'm not as big on it but like the one that i interviewed for they were like oh when when can you start and i was like probably need like a week to let everybody know that i'm like going back to work full-time which really was just me being like this way i have like a week off before i start working for you where i'm not worrying about shit and like i can you know just get really enjoy that week Yeah, yeah exactly before I run in and start doing full-time craziness. So, mm-hmm. what, right? so Yeah, I was going to say, is that a little... I guess that's pretty much your week, too, then, eh? What? Just running around? Running around. Lots of phone calls this week. It was lots of, like, me being on the phone, doing phone interviews and scheduling interviews and talking to people about, like, freelance work and all this, that, and the other thing. So, it's been a... Yeah, it was, it was a little hectic. I Like, I'm not, like to the point where I'm like exhausted like Tim is because I was actually, you know, <laughs> physically doing anything because for the most part I was pretty much just sitting here. But it's still like planning and organizing and making sure everything's this and that and whatever. So mm-hmm. interesting. Interesting. Well, do you want to give us a little rundown of your week, Tim, or do you want to wait till your Geek of the Week? No, I I spent my week in uh, my company's headquarters, which is just outside of Belfast in the UK. So to travel, oh, cool. fly over there and back and in between, I was in mostly stayed in the hotel. I didn't get to 
go out into the city and do too much partially because there's like bad i say bad weather they had like a little bit of snow but they don't usually get snow over there so they don't really know how to handle it so i didn't want to be like driving around when all the locals are like oh my god two inches of snow (laughs) wouldn't that just be like what it's like at home yeah it's like didn't alicia alicia posted something about how you guys getting snow while you were away too yeah it's yeah they got snow like i think like one day apart in atlanta and where i was in northern ireland so uh yeah both were all fucked up but luckily by the time i got back it was like back up in like the 50s because the weather's just fucked but yeah yeah good good small talk about the weather yeah, what our, what our podcast is all podcast. about yeah. <laughs> gripping material. Uh, well, this week has just been madness for me, and I can't reveal why yet, but one day I will. One day you will. One day I will. <laughs> That's a lame is reference right there. Blah 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 blah. Anyway, um, but yeah, I just got back about an hour and a half ago from. Uh, my musical improv class at Second City. It's a seven-week-long course. Mm. Yeah, so that's fun. Nice. But it, me- it leaves me, like, just exhausted. Because you're just singing. Yeah. Constantly. And, like, on your feet and just blah, blah, blah. But anyway, so we got a little, uh, little nice little chat, little catch-up. So uh, why don't we just dive right into the news? Now, I have some news, uh, but I'm guessing that Tim probably has news, as that how Tim do. Maybe. Maybe. But uh, I usually just cover, like, the geeky chic of news. But um, let's uh, let's talk a couple of, couple of things. So um, the biggest things I saw were that the Star Wars Rebels uh, announced a new trailer and a mid-season premiere date. Is that something that you guys ever watch? Yeah, I've watched the whole thing so far. It's been pretty good. I haven't watched like the trailers for the new season because I know I'm going to watch it because I've watched the last three. Actually, I think I yeah. want to say that season four, I think this is just, yeah, I think you're right. This is mid-season. Like it already had one the first half of the season. But the big thing now is that this is the last like half like this is the last season so there looks like and sounds like they're going to kind of go out with a bang yeah i've never i've never watched it but i've been told it's actually really good star wars stories for the most part i mean like any animated show or any like sort of show that has long seasons there's always going to be a little bit of like junk and filler but the majority of it's been pretty solid yeah so I don't know. It's uh, I watched the trailer, even though I, I don't know anything that's going on, and it's like uh, seems a little dark for a kids show. So I'm you know I'm behind that. Mm-hmm. Little little bit of darkness is always cool. Yeah. But yeah, so because I don't know much about it, do you have anything to anything to say to it, Tim, or just the fact that it's its final season? Like it's not often that Disney just ends shows like that. Yeah, I I've a, I don't know. I mean that. They, I feel like they could probably could have got more mileage out of it. It might be, it's probably a good thing that they're kind of shutting it down. Um, but part of it is that it always kind of had an expiry date because it takes place right before episode four, basically, um, right mm-hmm. before New mm-hmm. Hope. So they didn't want to, I guess, like drag out too much. Like you know, there's only so much story they can tell based on like when they started and when the when episode four kind of takes over, unless they want to start having stories that are taking place concurrent with the original trilogy. So, but uh, no, I'm looking forward to it. It's actually, it's, it's on my list of things to discuss tonight. Oh, well, there you go. Well then I'll leave that for you to discuss. And uh, I will bring up the next piece of funny news that um, I feel like, I feel like Mark will really enjoy if he doesn't already know 
that there's a crocodile Dundee oh, two or coming out. <laughs> and um, why'd you say that? It looks terrible. It, looks... it does look really, really, really yeah. bad. Danny all McBride I, I say, is going to be all I've seen is the, the picture of Danny McBride with the hat on. And I was just like, yeah, I'm never going to yep. watch that. Never going to watch nope. that. Danny McBride, though, surprisingly brings in the audiences. He, he can be good, but this just seems totally unnecessary. It seems like just the least needed movie ever. Yeah, I agree. Unless you count the Bumblebee solo movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. This just... Uh, I It must have started off as a joke. Like, the fact that he's done, like, I don't know. Yeah. Are they going to get... What's, is, what's his name going to be in it? Is it Paul Hogan? Yeah. Is that the guy's name? Yeah. Is, yeah. It, is Paul Hogan going to be in it? Yep. Oh, really? Yep. Interesting. Here's the... Plot synopsis. Crocodile Dundee is back. Well, actually, he's missing in the outback. Should I read it in an Australian accent? Yes. And the only person who might who might be able to find him is the loudmouth American who's uh, no one knew he had. Son who no one knew he had. Introducing Danny McBride as Brian Dundee. This son of a legend is forced to channel his Aussie roots as he emerged, um, embarks on the ultimate adventure. I went British. Yeah. <laughs> down under. It's time to live up to the family name. And it's a picture of Danny McBride with a koala on his on his arm. That sounds that sounds fucking horrifying actually. That sounds like like the worst yeah. thing like ever. Yeah. So like that that's yep. exciting. So I just thought I'd share that that's happening. Thank you. <laughs> um, unnecessary. Just uh just something. Yeah, agreed. Just something else. Fun toy stuff that I feel like you guys will like is uh pop I know what you're about to tell us. Funko, yeah, you do. They have released the sexy Jeff Goldblum Jurassic Park Funko. Sexy Ian Malcolm, like, lounging on his side with his shirt yeah. all open and, like, the... His yeah, leg his leg in the, in the splint. splint and all bloody. I'm So, I actually might buy that. I might buy it. Like, I don't think I can't <laughs> not buy it. I was thinking... I honestly, when I saw it, I was like, I kind of want that one. Like, I literally have right. one, one pop. Uh, I only have a Batman and that's it. I don't I'm not really big on them, but that one I saw and was just like, yeah, I kind of <laughs> want that. Yeah. Well, there's a couple more that are coming out. Like they, ugh, they have the Dilaposaurus, which I'm really not psyched about because mm-hmm. terrifying. And he comes in, there's one that comes in a two pack with him and oh. Wayne Knight. Nah, Ned- character. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. With like Nedry, yeah. The, Nedry, yeah, the, yeah. With the stuff on his face. And he's holding the, the, the pop is holding the little shit. Yeah. yeah, there's a Tyrannosaurus Rex, and uh, there's going to be just a, just a whole bunch of like the characters and stuff. There's a non-sexy Doctor Ian Malcolm, well, but I mean, like what's it's the still point? Jeff Bolt Goldblum, so, so it's still well, sexy. It's just like a lesser degree of sexy. Yeah, but I mean, because he's got his like little chain necklace and all the like, leather and his sunglasses, it's awesome. But I might have to get that pop because like i'm not a big pop collector i have a cat bug because <laughs> cat bugs adorable and i got mark a mega man and he has an iron giant pop but the only other pop i've ever wanted like this was the garris vicarian pop and he's really hard to find i've i've got three and they've all been given to me as gifts i've never bought one i've got a a, a baby groot a uh yeah. 
Superman from like the DCEU movies and a uh, Firestorm, uh, Firestorm the Nuclear Man. But at least she's got a whole bunch. She's got a bunch of the Lord of the Rings and Tolkien like Hobbit ones and stuff. And I think she's got she's got some of the Rocky Horror Picture Show ones as well. I think she's got a little Frankenfurter, maybe a Columbia or something. Yeah. But uh, yeah, in the same way, I've never bought one. I only I, for myself. I bought one for Mark because he has a million things that are Mega Man, and he loved Mega Man. So I was like, "This one's cute." But I don't like pops that don't like. I don't know. Like, the, there's some really cute Steven Universe ones, but they also kind of look creepy. And I find that pops go either way. They're either really funny yeah. or they're just not good. But yeah, so I don't know. But that's that's that. Um, anything more to say about the pops? No. Cool. So the next piece of news I have is um, Captain Marvel's uh, Secret Avenger cameo and what that means for the MCU. Did you read about this, Tim? No. So Captain Marvel is set to appear in um, Infinity War. And she's going to be having a small role. So Brie Larson's name has been on the call sheets. And people are wondering what that means because um, her movie is being set in the 90s. So huh. people aren't sure if like, you know, does it have to do with her half alien DNA slowing down her physical like aging process or um, is she in some time bending wormholes out in space? Yeah, I was going to say, it's like, a. I mean, Infinity War is a big cosmic story. I wouldn't be surprised if there was like some time travel involved in it. Yeah. So um, I just thought that was interesting. There's not a ton of information out there about it yet, but the fact that she will be making an appearance is kind of a cool little like little nod to what's coming so uh, i have a oh just a couple other pieces of news um so this one's more for for the christies of the world there is a very exciting it just dropped and i had no idea the voldemort um origin story youtube self-funded video or film dropped uh, on january 13th and i had no idea and apparently it's real good. It's a full hour. And I don't know why I'm talking on the podcast right now because I'd rather be watching this. Watching. <laughs> like, you guys know this is very hard for me to not right now be watching Voldemort Origins of the Air, which apparently is real good and like really impressive. And I'm furious that I have to be talking right now. And it's just straight up fan made. Yeah. Is this someone you talked about before? Yes. They, they did a Kickstarter. And they got a budget of $18,350. I think they actually had more money than that, but legally they weren't allowed to use a ton because it all had to go to charity. Mm. So that's J.K. Rowling's thing. They're, they're doing this outside of the J.K. Rowling Potterverse, obviously, but she's always, she's always said that she doesn't mind if people use her names and characters, but all profits beyond the money you make back has to, has to, has to go to charity. You can't make a profit off of the Harry Potterverse. Mm-hmm. it's the same thing with um a very potter musical they weren't allowed to make money if you tour it you have to give all the proceeds to a charity and that charity has to be established and you have to like register it with um the warner bros company or whatever i don't know there's something complicated to do but yeah. i mean that's kind of cool yeah so she's like yeah make your art but it just you just can't make money on this because it's not technically your idea and other people need it yeah. No, I mean, that's a good way to go about like treating fan films and that sort of thing. There are other people that, I mean, there are people like the Star Wars fan films that like probably, I don't know if they'd ever make money, but 
there's there are some fandoms where fan films are done a lot more commonly and maybe a lot more better than others and i'm sure some of it has to do with the legalities of it mm-hmm. yeah there was a big there was a thing this year about star trek fan films like as discovery ramped up they were they started kiboshing a bunch of like paramount and cbs went after a bunch of them and shut them down and stuff like that mm-hmm. and these are series that actually even include like classic actors like i know uh walter koenig was in one that actually got yeah. asked or something like that i'm trying to remember what it was called though axonar i think but either way yeah they're 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 pretty strict about the uh the fan film stuff usually so mm-hmm. that's cool that jk rowling will let them do it as long as they fall in line with like what she wants them to do with it kind of thing mm-hmm. but I, yeah i mean like that's a really cool way instead of like saying your art is yours and no one can do it and you'll sue anyone who like tries to show any creative license with it this is a really it's a really like it's like a, a smile and a nod to the fans being like make what you will but just you know yeah don't be shitty about it and like try and make a bunch of money off of it. it yeah yeah this yeah. isn't about money this is about the love of what you're doing yeah and it's again it's as soon as you make back the money you put into it so you'll you know most of the time you'll break even hopefully and that's all you need to do it's about the passion project not about the outcome and like those things are always like they should be i think a lot of people look at those as like a good reel like if you don't have a good enough idea to like come up with one on your own doing a fan film for something like that or like there's 400 batman fan films or whatever it's just kind of a good way to get your name out there i think because people will watch it just based on the ip and then maybe you'll get work on it kind of thing like yeah it'd be an interesting way to just like do a superhero fan film and then you know maybe get called up and i don't know work on the flash or something ridiculous like that because you're working on that style of stuff anyway so Mm -hmm. so yeah there's uh i think that's that's a cool little thing well not little it's like an hour so i'm excited to go watch it cool but yeah so uh that's about all the news i have i think yep tim do you have anything you oh 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 no wait oh Dropped a new trailer for a new horrible looking Heather's TV show. Oh, yeah. Oh, did they? I oh, mean, I, I've i never really, I, I don't know the very, first one very much. And this one I have even less interest in. So I just whatever. I didn't even watch the trailer, but it just looks like a bad idea. Oh, oh, it's just. Oh, it's just terrible. I Geeks with Kids posted it. Hey, Geeks with Kids. And. Wow, just none of them liked it. So, like, as soon as I was about to click it, I was like, "Oh, I'm in for a roller coaster." This looks like because the comments alone were just like, "This seems unnecessary and bad." And watching it, it is the most vile, like, amalgamation of shitty we hate millennial stereotypes that you could find in one place, like. Some, I'm guessing some older writers who friggin' hate the new generation of youth got together. We're like, we're going to do this and we're going to like showcase all the shittiness that is their generation. Like literally one of the lines in it is a, is a teacher going, I didn't know popular kids could be fat now. And I was like, yeah. And like, they're all just assholes and like bitches and it's all about technology and like the one androgynous like um gender like neutral kid is one of the heathers but i just it's it is like someone took heathers and said "Mm, 
there's probably something we could relate to Heather's a new like show in this about how much we hate millennials. Let's just call it Heather's so we can like keep that capitalize on that I- IP yeah. on it, and let's just vomit all of our like hate and loathing for this generation onto this yeah the show. Yeah, I'm getting pretty Looks- sick of like cynicism towards the current, no, not even current generation, like our generation. There's a, you know, there's generations or Z or Z or whatever now that's even younger than us. And it's, I guess it's more shitting on them than it is shitting on millennials at this point. Yep. Uh, Mark, I would recommend. Are you watching it right now? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. I really like that movie too. That's too I thought you were going to say, I really like this. Tra- I was like, no. <laughs> the musical the musical was actually really well done the i didn't actually see it but i have i know all the music it was it was well done but this is just garbage garbage piles holy garbage. fuck this looks terrible sorry i mean yeah it looks so bad but yeah okay so what about you tim do you have any more news uh let's see the dc or the cw black lightning uh show premiered and uh, I haven't watched the first episode yet because it, it uh, premiered while I was uh, out of town. But um, I've seen good things being said about it so far. So I've already got the first episode downloaded. I'll have to go watch that soon. It's pretty good. I watched it last night. Yeah? Nice. Yeah, I, I, enjoy, I really enjoyed it. If it stays at this level of quality, it will be there. Because it's different enough that it, it, it'll pretty easily be their best show. It looks like it's skewing more towards the like Marvel Netflix stuff. It is a little bit more. It feels like what Luke Cage, like the first half of Luke Cage, where it was really just focused mm-hmm. on that that community kind of yeah. thing. It feels more like that, nice. which I was like really into. Obviously, I'm not the target demographic for this show whatsoever. Yeah. But apparently, they they crushed a million views or a million viewers nice. uh, on the premiere date. So it did really well. Really? Yeah. Awesome. So, but it's, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. I recommend if you're like into that CW uh superhero style then go check it out at least watch the premiere like watch that pilot because it's pretty well it's pretty well put together and everything's really well acted and stuff like that like it didn't even feel (laughs) until he puts a suit on Mm -hmm. like that's when it started to feel a little cwe kind of like not cheap but cwe kind of thing yeah yeah but it was it was other than that like the the character like the acting and the writing was really well put together so i was i'm pretty happy with it i'm bummed that it makes means that they're bumping legends of tomorrow to not come back till fucking february because that's playing in its slot yeah in the interim but um because that's my actual favorite of those shows and it's it's gone so fucking february so all that insanity i don't get to go back to that till well speaking of uh of black characters in the cw universe um you see kid flash is going to be become a member of legends of tomorrow which works for me totally because yeah. they have nothing for him to do on the flash so yeah. and they just lost their their other black character they lost uh Jax, so yeah and they well yeah they also lost their other like real superpowered character right because yeah. firestorm was the only yeah. like real superpower they had on the team really i mean the atom kind of but yeah. like yeah he's like he was the only one who had like a real like definite like i'm overpowered for this team kind of superpower well um, eh, Vic- vixen vixen was actually powered yeah that's true that's true vixen a <laughs> You, I just want to whenever to, I just hear Vixen, I think yeah, it's here thirty Vixen. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, didn't we kind of come up with a name for her on your post? Said lusty swipes. 
Oh yeah, last T swipes. <laughs> did I miss something? Yeah, yes. Christy posted uh, for for her understudy show. Oh, okay. And right. uh, and one of the things that she said in the post was like that the you know it was going to be about le- lusty swipes, and then I chimed in in the comments and said, "Lusty swipes is my porn name." That's, yep. and yeah, also, that's pretty good, actually. I and like also that. my my uh, sexy vixen name. Yep. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> it was a, a wonderful moment. <laughs> so in, in other black superhero news, this is an amazing story, but it hasn't come to fruition yet. But uh, there were journalists offering rewards for somebody to ask Trump about U.S. Wakanda relations. <laughs> Wakanda for our listeners being the fictional nation in Black Panther. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's done it yet, but I want I want it to happen so much cuz he'll just bullshit something and, you know, fully well, I won't say reveal, but just even further demonstrate his absolute ignorance of anything political. Yeah. Yeah. Any world issues whatsoever. Might be hard to might be hard to get him on record now that they're shut down. So yeah, there's that too. Which maybe have been one of the reasons why it took me like an hour to get through customs yesterday when I was coming back into the U.S. Yeah, those TSA guys probably aren't getting fucking paid right now. Actually, well, like no, a lot of them are on furlough. Yeah. Oh, are they? Did you guys see this uh, Nintendo Labo video? I was hoping no. somebody brought that up. Oh, oh Chris, my you Christy. should watch it. You it's, should watch it's it. Yeah, it's like it Google right Cardboard for the Nintendo Switch. So it's all these like things. Oh, yes. Yeah, the, I did see that. Yeah, it lo- that looks so fucking cool. So there's two kits. There's one that's like a huge like $80 robot kit. So we, there's like a pack mm. on the back that has like, you know, a bunch of shit in it. And then like gloves and boots kind of thing. Um, yeah. And then there's another kit that will have like five different things in it. Like a uh, an RC car. A basically where it rumbles the uh, each of the joy cons to make it move uh there's a fishing rod thing there's a um a house there's a like motorcycle like handlebar rig and then there's a, a like actual working piano yeah i mean it it looks it looks like it's it'd be fun but it's expensive for cardboard yeah i don't know like it's it's includes the software i've heard a bunch of people arguing about like it's it's true it includes a game right like it includes the software yeah and then like i think the they're selling from what i understand anyway they're actually selling like the cardboard cheaper separately like Mm pre-cut but you can also just like take those fucking molds and like trace and cut it out of like cardboard you have around the house like who doesn't have 500 fucking amazon boxes coming to their house like on a yeah by daily basis these days like i know there's always a box out front of my house when i come mm-hmm. home now because we're always just like we're subscribed to whatever toilet paper or whatever like it just gets shows up yeah. at the house so mm-hmm. you've always got cardboard laying around to like rebuild i mean maybe the piano may be a little intricate to rebuild that way but i'm sure yeah you're i'm sure the dad of the house will be able to figure out like a way to or whoever i mean the dad but like the adult in the house will be able to figure out a way to like get around the the kids stomping the shit out of the keyboard pedal or whatever like whatever it is the cardboard pedal i should say but yeah i mean it looks it looks the video looks super fucking cool and uh um i mean i'm not sure if i'll get much into it because mainly because like it doesn't look like they're capitalizing on any particular ips that i'm super interested in yeah although the the robot kit especially looks very much like a fucking transformer (sighs) 
Uh, I'm I'm buying that for my niece and nephew. Yeah. I think just to like it gives me an excuse to see it in action, and then it also like, like there's no way that robot thing's ever gonna fucking fit on my six foot five ass. So. Yeah, I don't know. That's just not happening. So. But yeah, I mean, it's just, but it looks like I, I saw the trailers and I was like, that is like, I, it's not for me, obviously, but it is like, the, it is such a Nintendo thing to do. Like, it's such a cool. Yeah. And it's only coming out in like April. For- so it's pretty soon. And uh, it, it 420, yeah. it comes out the same day as fucking Super Troopers <laughs> 2. So it comes out on 420. Um, oh man. So awesome. But, but yeah, yeah, I agree. It is like a super Nintendo thing to do. Like that's one of the, and I've said it before. <laughs> it's, I see what you said there. <laughs> uh, it's one of the things that, uh, that I always say about nintendo is that like you know uh sony and microsoft are just like yeah going back and forth in june like oh let's vr is the new thing we're both just going to try and make a great vr system kind of thing and then nintendo's like here's 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 our 4k capable console that runs like however many teraflops Mm -hmm. blah 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 nintendo's nintendo's looking over the fence like what are you guys doing i see we're gonna do something totally fucking different totally (laughs) different yeah exactly Hey, you guys yeah. heard of cardboard? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This new technology. You guys, what do you work? <laughs> you guys, you guys are putting stuff on your face, but we got cardboard. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. It's crazy the way it works, though, because it uses like the IR cameras and stuff mm-hmm. like that to do like to do triggers and stuff. I'm like, it's pretty interesting, like the way they've yeah it rigged looks the cool. switch up to like work that way. I think it's it's neat. Like it'll be it'll be neat to just see on like a tech side of things, like how accurate everything yeah. is. I mean, because the switch is like, like same with. Yeah, same with like the Wii when it first came out and like there was all the motion control stuff and that was like totally new kind of thing and all the infrared like uh, targeting and pointing and stuff like that. This is just, you know, two, two, two levels higher than that. All that all that you all that looked like when you were doing that I was like you were just jerking things yeah. off in the <laughs> <Like> air. <laughs> Shake waiting. And- which I guess is pretty much is pretty much what like people looked like when they were holding <laughs> yeah, that the Wii, Wii remote or Wii, whatever you Wii want remote. to call it, the Wiimote. The Flash solo Flash movie has gotten a new set of uh, directors. Writers and directors, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Right? Uh, oh, it's uh, it's uh, John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein who co-wrote Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah, which uh, if you're going to pick somebody to write a good Flash movie... I think picking the guys who write a good Spider-Man movie, not too yeah. far off, which is why I, 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 it's the reason why, like when Bendis moved over from Marvel to DC, my first thing was like, just give him the flash. Cause he'll know how mm-hmm. to handle that. Cause the characters are very similar. And yeah, like, absolutely. Tone. And well, stuff, so. depends on which version of the characters you're playing, but I think the Ezra Miller version yeah. of the character is very similar to a Spider-Man character. So I, I yeah. think that that uh, is a pretty good fit. Yeah. Any, I think, Anything non CW Barry is probably going to be a pretty good fit for like anybody's going to like be like a kid flash kind of yeah. idea where it's been like I was I was Wally coming up or now Bart or whatever is probably a pretty good fit for a Spider-Man writer to be able to get a, a decent handle on pretty quickly. I mean, it's not the same character, but it's close yeah. enough. And then the way they play Barry now, he's barely like that super competent guy he was before he died in crisis anyway. Right. Like he's kind of they've recharacterized him. <laughs> Let's see. Here's one from Mark. Keanu Reeves' John Wick TV series is happening. Yep. Uh, don't really care about the TV show too much, although it looks like Keanu's actually going to be announced now as well. The oh, third yeah. movie I'm fucking in for. Like, yeah, absolutely. I love those John Wick movies. <laughs> but uh, it says, is Reeves actually confirmed for the series now? No, but he's producing, so I'm assuming he'll he'll he'll. There's going to be a cameo at some point in like the pilot or something like that where he strolls by and doesn't kill somebody probably because they can get you to pay 30 bu- or 20 bucks to go to the movies and see him do that. Yeah. So can't give it away for free. Yeah, but. it's true. Let's see. 
But where is it? Where is it on? Is it like? Um, Does I don't know that uh, on stars. Oh well, then get away with some violence yeah. then. So that's pretty cool. Like, we'll be able to get away with maybe not as graphic as the movies are, but close because that's got that stars is American yeah. Gods and Preacher, right? Like they was done star, some, No stars wasn't uh, uh, Hannibal. That was like fucking network. That was N- yeah. that was NBC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they'll be able to get they'll get be able to get away with yeah. something one way or the other. Um, so. Speaking of star series, and we posted on our Facebook page, or I did a couple weeks ago, that Neil Gaiman was going to be the new showrunner, which didn't end up being true. Lies. Yeah, Lies. So, but it does look like he's going to be more involved with the next season of the show. At least uh, it doesn't look. I, I didn't see if they'd actually. I don't think they have yet. Like uh, announced new, new runners. Yeah, no, an actual new showrunner. But um, the fact that Neil Gaiman looks like it's going to be is going to be more heavily involved is promising, at least. I'm worried about that show now because of that. Like that, that worries yeah, me. That it's just because doesn't have a showrunner right now. Yeah, a solid showrunner going into the second season, and it's losing cast members and stuff like that. Like losing Jillian Anderson, and poten- we talked about lo- potentially losing. She was always going to leave. Yeah, she was always going to be leaving. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. But then it's like you could also lose Kristen Chenoweth, and it's like who else does that? She also planned on leaving. The thing is, in the book, Spring had a very small role. Yes, that's true. Media does not, though. But I mean, I guess we've talked about like media is a pretty easy character recast. to just like recast pretty quick. So yeah, it's unfortunate because Jillian Anderson was awesome in that, but she seems to be like just all out retiring because she's not coming back for X Files anymore, yeah, either, or at least so. moving on to different like non-genre stuff or something yeah. like that. She's been doing some intense stuff this past yeah, Hannibal. like few years. She's been super busy because she was she was like. Post Hannibal, there's Hannibal, and she was on The Fallen. Is it The Fallen? Does that BBC show that I she did? No idea. Something like that. She had a really intense, like, super serious BBC drama going on at the same time as all this stuff was going on as well. And then she did American Gods, and the X Files keeps mm-hmm. coming back and coming back to mediocre results for the most part so far. So, yeah. But yeah. Well, speaking of uh, Brian Fuller running shows, uh, another one for Mark here. Mark's already nodding his head. He knows what I'm about to talk about. Yeah, he's work- this, he's working on an, uh, an Anne Rice Vampire Chronicles show. Of course he is. Well, we've, th- we've talked about them doing that show for yeah. a while now, but it is, like, yeah, Brian, like it's apparently it's going to be launching the new Paramount streaming network, good. which is whatever. Another streaming yeah, network. Yeah, we need another one of those. But it is it is pretty interesting that Brian Fuller is going to be taking that on with Anne and Christopher yeah. Rice. So. You, I don't know. Do you think do you think you might watch that, Mark? I'll probably, I'll probably definitely watch that. Yeah, absolutely. Probably, definitely. Especially with Brian Fuller as the producer, like that's that kind of solidifies it as something that will be like, I, like before I was like, I'm going to watch this, but I'm probably going to hate it. But now I'm like, oh, this might, might actually be good with him in charge. Yeah. So, like, I can't, like, I, I can see Anne Rice not editing herself particularly well for TV. So it would be nice to have somebody whose hands on the wheel that is also a TV yeah. person that kind of understands like how to like format and flow those kinds of shows. Nice. So. Let's see. There is apparently a uh, television adaptation of uh, Hitman by Garth Ennis being uh, discussed right now. Just very briefly teased by Jeff Johns at some point. Isn't isn't everybody's uh, IP going to be teased at some point in the next couple of years? We're probably every comic that we ever loved growing up is at some point going to get like some a kind TV of treatment or ring up. movie movie treatment or. I'm really looking forward to the Hulu uh, Wildcat series. <laughs> is Jesus. what I'm trying to say here. <laughs> no, what was the Rob Liefeld one? Because that was the Gen, uh, Gen 13. 
No, that was J. Scott Campbell. Uh, I, I didn't read much of that Wildstorm stuff. And the Rob Liefeld image launch title was uh, Youngblood. Uh, oh, it was also terrible. Yeah. But when it does when it does get launched on, you know, whatever, like, third-rate streaming <laughs> service, whenever that happens down the road, I will, I will I'll watch the pilot and laugh <laughs> at all the posts yeah. that are on display. <laughs> and the tiny ankles. <laughs> yeah, and the, the, the lack of ankles. <laughs> it's going to be really weird seeing those characters with, like, anatomy that, in theory works you know what i mean like could actually support their own weight and stuff like that with their spine size and whatnot oh yeah i just sit here and trash rob liefeld's inability to draw people for hours. uh and the very last thing is something that i feel like we need to address although i'm not sure how much weight to give it is the stanley sexual harassment allegations that came from the Daily Mail, which is basically a tabloid. And what makes me doubt them is the fact that nobody else has picked up that story. They're the only... I've heard nothing Yeah, they're it. the only people that have, uh, that have reported on it. Um, and they are not known for being reputable. And I feel like he's a big enough character, big enough uh, persona, that uh, if there was anything to it, then other people would be going after the story and would have uncovered, you know, more, ac- you know, some, some actual evidence. Yeah, and I, like all the stuff I saw on Twitter, this or like that were revolving around it, all like around that discussion was that like was people coming out of the woodwork and being like, "No, I worked for him for like X amount of years, and he was awesome. Like he was Stanley, yeah. so he's exactly what you expect him to be." So most people are coming out like in defense of him, and then I haven't seen any other allegations at yeah. all. And most people exactly they said exactly the same thing. You were like the Daily Mail is like like a rag. it's too good to wipe your ass. Yeah. It's too good to wipe your ass with for the most part, like based on the writing and like the level of journalistic integrity that goes into it. Yeah. So fuck it. I will, I will say this um, just to that with the Aziz on sorry stuff that's just happening too. Yeah. I think the potential that a lot of really powerful people in Hollywood have had these awkward gray area encounters where like, I mean, I think the problem is that if Stan Lee were to have like prompted someone to do something like this, even if it got picked up by the Daily Mail, I think it speaks volumes that it hasn't been picked up by anyone else. Mm-hmm. And it was probably, if anything at all, one of those moments where like he made a comment that made someone uncomfortable and that discomfort has like festered in a way that they might be bringing it up just to like, because it's in the news now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think he's the kind of man, I mean, if he touched someone or, like, done something inappropriate, you're right, it would have been picked up. But it's probably just one angry person who didn't appreciate a comment or a look or something from a while back. And I feel like that's one of those things we would have heard about, or, like, like especially, like, yeah. Tim or I, because that, the comic book industry is so small, and he makes so many appearances that eventually, like there'd be some weird inappropriate story from some con somewhere that he had been sitting at for six hours at a time. And I've never heard any stories like that. Like I've heard stories about like other editors and stuff like that of being weird and shit, but like, I've never heard anything about Stan being Mm -hmm. like inappropriate with anybody. So that that's the one that when I heard that, I was like, "Mm, I don't know if I believe that or not. So I mean, you do, it's kind of like with sexual harassment or assault, you have to believe the person who's saying it. But when it's a tabloid like that, I mean, it loses a lot of its yeah, credibility. Consider the source yeah. always comes into play. But yeah, I figured we at least had to mention it. It's pretty old news now. Yeah, but it's been we haven't recorded in almost two weeks, so it's true. It's it broke, been a while it since, we've since the last time that that's we recorded. True. Yeah, that's true. So, but cool. yeah, that was that was everything. I had. 
Mark, do you have any news or is we covered everything? Uh, we pretty much, I just like the Nintendo thing was the big thing I wanted to talk about this week. Yeah. That I was curious to see what Tim thought about it. Well, I just want to curious to see what yeah. both of you think thought about it, but I know Tim's a big, uh, Tim's a big Nintendo fanboy, and I was curious to see what his <laughs> like take on it was. Cause I think it's cool that they're creating, you know, um, stuff that can eventually be degraded. Like, I think that's cool. Yeah. yeah. And, and like that, you know, it's, uh, it's a little more like hands on experience, right? That like people can, actually you know it, it's really playing off sort of the maker trend right yeah mm-hmm. so. so that's cool but yeah all right well then why don't we move right into our geek of the week geek of the week anyway um so we're gonna do geek of the week so uh let's let's start with uh with mark 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 what was your geekiest geeky geek of the week geek week thing geek of the week keep saying it till oh. this is all meaning christy geek of the week. <laughs> do i need to do something Did you have geek of the week? Mark, you... mark's mark's reveling okay. in those uh we're, 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 we're talking about we're talking about this game that we do this thing sometimes where we just talk about the the geeky things that we do this week so it's a it's a weekly thing that happens it's you, you talk about a geeky thing that a geek of the week God i'm drunk damn it <laughs> i'm not drunk mark are you okay yeah Okay, my geek of the week this week. I actually don't really know. I've done, I've been doing a lot. I've had a lot of time on my hands, so I've been doing a lot of geeky things this week. I think the main thing was uh, Street Fighter V's arcade edition came out this week, so they've like rebalanced and updated everything in there, and also included a one player mode that lets you actually get into three round fights, which is they somehow decided to release a Street Fighter game without that option. So. <laughs> I don't know why that happened, but now that's in there. I've been, I've had a chance to spend some time with it and I've been enjoying it. Like I've been watching you doing, doing a, a Christie style, like have a let's play play side on or playing on the side. So that I can kind of see some tech stuff and figure out how the fight works in the new street fighter. Cause I haven't actually sat down and played with it very much. So there was that. And I also, I've been binging a lot of TV. So I finally watched uh season two of Ash versus evil dead this week. Oh, God. Nice. That show is the fucking best. I love it's that show fucking so ridiculous. goddamn much. Yeah. We need to do an episode about it at some point, like just the <laughs> Evil Dead in general. But yeah. holy shit, that season was so much fun. I haven't like, I don't know why I sat on it so long. And I, the only reason I did it is because season three is coming up in uh, February. Yeah. So it kind of falls into our topic of the night, too. Yeah, it's just a fucking like ridiculous like party. I can't believe the shit they get away with. Like, I, I'd forgotten because it's been a while since I watched the first season. And when I was mm-hmm. watching the second, I'm like, holy shit this is so gory like it's so gory but it's like it's, it's that's so the other one it's on stars that's what i was thinking of so it's yeah. so over the top that like it's you know not even it's like, a cartoon it's like a cartoon. Yeah, it's, yeah it's totally a cartoon but like i love uh bruce campbell like so much yeah. he just like chews every every opportunity to chew the scenery in that show he just like takes it so yeah it he's, yeah so it's amazing so yeah that that was pretty much it just street fighter and evil dead so i don't think i can get much nerdy nerdier than that at this point yeah nice yeah that's pretty nerdy yeah it's pretty pretty, nerdy pretty nerdy okay well uh what about you tim so with all the traveling i've been doing i've had the great fortune of uh just having a lot of time to plow through some of the stuff that i've you know sort of 
some of my shame piles. So I got through like well over 50 comics, which I always tend to travel with big stacks of comics, which isn't necessarily very practical, but fuck it. I do it anyways. You're a crazy person. So you do it anyway. Yeah. So I got uh, through a lot of like the recent stuff that uh, has come out that I've just got a backlog on. Uh, and the one in particular that really blew me away was like the very last one that I got to, but the Mr. Miracle series that Tom King is writing has oh, been okay. fucking yeah. phenomenal. It's, it's uh, six issues in to a 12 issue run and uh, it has, it's the best thing I've read in a while. Cool. So anybody that is a fan of like those new gods characters or Tom King or like what Tom King has been doing with Batman, it, it has a pretty similar feel to that. Uh, so yeah, really, really good. And I can't wait for the rest of it. Are you caught up to his Batman run? Uh, I haven't read the issue from this past week. Well, you've been reading, well, you've been reading his stuff. Do you like yeah. his Batman stuff? Yeah. Yeah. I've been liking it. I mean, it's most of it has been the, uh, the Batman Catwoman romance and, yeah. and engagement and stuff like that. But, um, it's been very character driven rather than necessarily like Batman has this, uh, sort of pitfall of, of becoming a very villain driven book. Yeah. Uh, but in this case, it's been very much driven by like more like his relationships and stuff like that. So I've, mm-hmm. yeah, I've been enjoying that a lot. Cool. Yeah, I've been I've I've been hearing good things about his run, and I'm like I'm gonna I want to go look at it when it's there's a little bit more of it to kind of get into. So mm-hmm. that's cool. There's yeah. that Mister Miracle stuff though, because that I those characters are always interesting, but I never like get into any of the series. So it's not it's yeah. nice. It'll be like a twelve issue like run that I can go in and grab and read. Yeah, just yeah, and it's he's always an interesting character from that universe because like sometimes I find just the straight up like fourth world stuff a little inaccessible because it's like just all on either Apocalypse or New Genesis, but Mr. Miracle and Big Barda like sort of split their time between those two worlds. Yeah. So you get, you know, they're, they're a lot more, they're characters that are a lot easier to empathize with kind of thing yeah. because of that and a lot easier to sort of identify with. So plus the regular justice leaguers too. So they have ties to that, like the, the actual earth side yeah. of things too. Right. So it's not like yeah. some of the other characters that are there that are just kind of floating. Like you may get a mention of something going on on earth. Those guys actually are on earth a fair mm-hmm. chunk of time kind of thing. So, yeah, so yeah, I've been been really good in the first six issues, and I they just ended up pretty low on my pile, my reading pile. Yeah, but so I finally got down to that part of the pile, and was really glad that I did. Now that's going to be like top my reading pile going forward. Nice. So yeah, mm. that's it. Nice. So uh, my geek of the week. Uh, so I watched my first Studio Ghibli movie. What movie was it, Christy? Ponyo. Okay. So it wasn't that bad, but there were moments <laughs> like one. I freaking loved that Tina Fey was in it. I was like, yeah, Tina Fey um, and Kate Blanchett and Liam Neeson. They were all like really fun. There were moments. Have you guys seen Ponyo? No, I don't think Not, so. I can't remember. I've seen a couple I've seen like a number of those Studio Ghibli movies, but I don't think I've ever seen that one. Okay, I'm not going to spoil it then, but at one point, Ponyo, it, it's not spoiling it to say at one point she turns into a little girl. Um, she's a fish, and she turns into a girl, but there's this middle metamorphosis stage where she becomes like a half chicken and had the biggest fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> 
And that's the worst because you weren't even expecting this one to be bad. No. So, like, at least with Totoro or uh, or Howl's Moon, was it Howl's Moon Castle? Like, you, you're Spirited away. Spirit away, right? You, you're at least, like, expecting it. This little fucking girl, <laughs> she is going, like, I love, po- um, I love whatever his name is, the little boy in the. So she goes, Ponyo wants Ponyo. And she's, like, trying to morph and all of a sudden her face just turns into this like frog like creature grin and I was like oh! and like <laughs> I'm sitting there with Mark he's like are you okay I'm like no and I just start like covering my eyes I'm like I'm so uncomfortable I'm so uncomfortable this is why I don't want to watch this is why I don't want to watch Totoro I'm so uncomfortable and then admittedly the second worst part of the movie was when the mom character all the lights had gone out and the power was out. Um, and Ponyo was with Sashi. I don't remember the boy's name, but she was with him and his mom, and they were eating together because it was like cold and the lights were out. And the mom brings out this fucking giant jar of honey, and I was just like, "Could this movie get any worse? Could this movie? Do you, do you get have any a thing worse? with honey? You know." I hate honey. I don't think you've ever talked about no, that on the podcast. This is a new one. Oh, this is, is new. a new one. Yeah, this is new. Oh, no. This has been just as long, if not longer, than my Totoro fear. I hate it. It makes me gag so hard. Why? Like, okay, when I was little, I used to get strep throat and tonsillitis together all the time. So to the point that, like, I I couldn't swallow anything. Were you were you one of those kids that would have eaten a Tide Pod like back in the day? No, <laughs> no, no. I mean, maybe, but like, I mean. So anyway, so honey, because I would get sick, my mom and I, I couldn't, you know, down anything. My mom would just give me these fucking giant spoonfuls of honey, and she'd like hold it in my mouth until the spoon was empty, and I would gag and like throw up and mm. she'd be like christy you need to like this is gonna help and i'd just be like because it was so intense and gross and i know that it actually did help but now i just associate it with illness and disgusting and like mark slips it into my food occasionally and it's not until after i'm done eating he's like guess what was in there i'm like ah <laughs> but, um, the idea of eating Honey on its own makes me like pukey. Fair enough. I, I, how do you live your day to day life having <laughs> like such violent reactions to such common things? I don't understand. This is why I don't have a problem with throwing up. Oh, okay. Cause like, I'm just like, oh, it's gonna happen. I don't, I don't, oh man, I can't remember the last time I threw up and like I don't get pukey very often. So, it's actually probably like my least favorite thing in the world to happen to me. Um, so I, it doesn't happen very often, but like the, the, the amount of time, the amount of like hates it. Yeah. So the, yeah. the amount of time that you spend somehow exposed to things that make you pukey just like makes me want to die. Cause it's like, I don't know how you deal with it. Oh, I don't deal with it. Well, well we know uh- to be fair, <laughs> we've got like, hours of the podcast that show that yeah <laughs> so. nope don't deal with it well don't don't deal with it particularly particularly good all right so 
that's how you know it's a struggle every day. Every day is uh is agony. Right, fair enough. I just I I every, every time you tell you tell one of these stories, it's always something like really common or like that most people would consider cute, and you're just I'm just like, how do you live your day to day life, Christy? Because <laughs> Well, you just you could uh, see a sign on the road that totally makes you puke, take, and get in a car accident or something ridiculous. That happened today. Of course, <laughs> of course it did. I was driving back from Toronto, and there was a there was a, an ad I just did not like, did not agree with me. So I just sat in the back, was like, I have that, I have that <laughs> reaction all the time. But that's just called being a designer out in the world. Where like I see an ad, I'm like, fuck, why, why is this happening? But I don't get pukey because I get a little ragey sometimes, but not throwing up kind of like you do so yeah but this is just who i be <laughs> but it does leave sounds, me to ask sounds questions. exhausting being you of our listeners though just just quick question um would people be interested in watching me do a live stream of my first viewing of totoro yes I'm going to say yes for our yes. audience. I, I listen to our podcast <laughs> and i would i have yes i have an avid listener watch to our and listen to that i listen to every episode like Two or three times, and I would totally watch that. <laughs> well, my thought is that in the next week or two or three, Mark really like he really wants to watch it. So I told him I'll watch it, but if the listeners want it live streamed, we have to live. Well, stream it's it. either you do that or you, um, at the very least, you have to do in, like an Instagram story or something like that, so that I can see you freaking out because that would just. <laughs> The best part is that you won't get to watch any of the movie. It's just oh, no, be me. I've seen the fucking movie. Who cares about the movie? The 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 thing the thing that would be advantageous or whatever you want to say is that we'll have a three minute video like compilation of you puke taking on YouTube somewhere that we can link to the link on the site and it'll be hilarious. <laughs> you start making gifs of it. I and- just- yeah. Yes, and then I could. I yes, like, we could have gift stuff. Yeah. Like there it is, <laughs> there it is. I get like goosebumps thinking about the impending day I have to watch it, and it's in this thing, this shelf behind me where I'm recording right now, and I just always am aware that it's. Is it there. haunting you? Is it calling out to you? Being like Christy, I have a giant mouth, and you're gonna see it. Mm. Nah, <laughs> I'm gonna Tina Belcher all over the place. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so <laughs> that's my now geek now of the week. Fifteen minutes in Christie's dysfunction land, then uh, I guess that's. Uh, yeah, I think that's time to go into the uh, meat of the episode. Brand new meat. Exciting impending meat, much like my subway sandwich. That's Incoming coming. meat. That sentence could have. That <laughs> sentence could have ended very differently. Um, thank you. <laughs> Is being about your sandwiches, and that's another meat that is pending. Sandwiches are Sandwiches are fine. I like sandwiches. I eat them all the time. Anyway, so what we're going to be talking about today, dear listeners, dear listeners, anyone know that Harry Potter reference? Mm-hmm. No, cool. So um, it's an old YouTube video where a guy like breaks down the um, Harry Potter movies, but it's a total parody. He's just like, oh dear reader. Let me tell you the desire, and it's it's he's just Sounds like, like he's doing a Stan Lee impersonation. Ha! Um, ha! Ha! So another Tina Belcher. I've watched a lot of Bob's Burgers, um, but yeah. Okay, so what we're going to be talking about today is just we we touched on this um, earlier this month a little bit, but I wanted to delve a little deeper. We're going to be talking about the um, ex- media that's coming up that we're really excited to to see 
coming up in 2018. So it's not going to be like an in-depth analysis of what it's going to be or anything like that. I just really want to hear what people are pumped about watching um, or taking in and viewing and um, what medias they're going to be most most pumped up for for this year. So um, I know for me, the three big uh, genres for me are TV, movies, and video games. I'll be taking in books as they go, but I've, I'm assuming that for you guys, it's about the same, but potentially for Tim, it's either music or markets music instead of video games or yeah, comics. Yeah, music, music and comics. Uh, yeah, are, I've got a few of each of those on yeah. my list. Yeah, same. Well, not comics so much, but yeah, definitely music. I have stuff I've, I'm very excited yeah. for now. So what I thought we would do was, because we're all TV movie nerds, we'd start with just saying what shows we're most excited for, then we're going to move to movies, and then we're going to do uh, just a, a one section of like random media. So like the miscellaneous stuff for me, it's video games. For you guys, it's comics and music. And we'll go from there. Sounds good. So why don't we start with, with uh, the, the television, the, the telly. Let's, let's all go around and say what I'm most excited for for the telly. <laughs> Um, I've got a whole big list, but that's why I think we're not going to like, we're not going to, don't spend a ton of time on it. The ideas that we're just going to talk about, you know, like give a little synopsis of what it is and why we're excited for it. And then we'll just move on to the next thing. Cause I figure we all have lists of like five or six per At least. I think there's probably, there's probably going to be a fair amount of overlap. Like for instance, uh, the one that's pretty much at the top of my TV list is Westworld season two. Yes. Hell yeah. Okay, I'll take Westworld off mine now. Then. <laughs> Partially because like Westworld. I just don't know where it's going to go because like the Westworld movie we've basically covered the storyline of at this point or or like the majority of it. So it's uh, you know a lot of these are working off of source material. A lot of the other stuff that we might be talking about, so we might have an idea where it's going or whatever, but. That one, I have no fucking clue what they're going to do with the second season. And the first season was just so phenomenal that I'm really excited for it. Oh, yeah. I'm pumped. I just, I, that, that show, too, like, between all of the subtleties in that show were amazing. I have to go back and listen to our episode where we talked about it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to have time to, well, they, they haven't actually announced the release date for the new season yet. So we'll see if I can find time to uh, rewatch the first season before, but. It wasn't like a super long season. Like it wasn't like it was a twenty-something episode. I think it was maybe it twelve was episodes. Yeah, so it wouldn't mm-hmm. be too bad to go back and rewatch. But um, yeah, I mean, just it, it was one of those things where there were just so many aspects of it that were working really well together. The effects and the performances and the fucking amazing music and the writing were all really, really solid. So if they if that continues on into uh, season two, it might end up being my. It, it was my favorite new show of that year, and it might end up being my favorite show of this year, too, as long as they keep that bar set pretty high. Nice. Yeah, true. <laughs> That's, yeah. Okay, good pull, good pull. What about you, Mark? Um, I'm, I think the first one is Jessica Jones, the, yeah. the new season of Jessica Jones. That was the next one on my list. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, like Westworld, I'm excited for Westworld, like, don't get me wrong, but I just, I'm not, I don't know. Uh, I'm hesitant to see where they're going to be able to go with it in season two. So, like... Mm-hmm. It feels like they told they finished that story. So I'm like, where are you going to go now? And are things going to get too far away from the original concept? So I, I'm concerned about that one, but like, I'm definitely going to watch it because the first season was amazing. But yeah, Jessica Jones uh, season two, I think it's like, the it's again, especially because it's the first time we'll get back into her universe. I mean, we saw her like stuff in Defenders, but she didn't really have a big arc in Defenders. Mm-hmm. So it'd be nice to get back to her character and kind of like 
see where she's at and stuff like that now that she's worked with a super team and like go graves gone and stuff of, like that. Yeah, fair amount of yeah. character development. Yeah. So, so it'll be it'll be interesting to see where that where that goes more than anything. So I'm pumped to see it, but at the same time, I'm a little nervous. It's going to have like uh, I don't know Iron Fisty syndrome, where everyone kind of hopes it's going to be really good, but then they just kind of drop the ball story wise. Yeah. I think I think that was more with Defenders we got that than with Iron Fist. Like that's with Defenders, that's we were true. super pumped because we'd seen like most of the other series have been really solid. Whereas I think everybody kind of suspected Iron Fist was going to be weak going into it, but everybody was like had really high hopes for Defenders. I still like Defenders, mm, but yeah, I'm I did too. I'm I'm excited for the, like the the them coming back around in the in the um like after having done Defenders, like now they're coming back and doing seasons after that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be interesting way to see how they deal with that. And I'm super excited for I don't know when it's coming out because they haven't actually announced anything with Daredevil season two. Like I'm dying for or season three, I should say. Yeah, yeah. Because nice. I really want to know what's going on with that, but true, yeah. Well, I, I think it's going to be. It'll be good. It'll. I think. It'll, I just really hope that they hold true to Jessica's character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. And other than that, like uh, Black Lightning started. That was the one that I'm like really excited for. That came that was starting in the new year. So now that that's started, our what was Black that? Lightning, the show we were talking about earlier. Oh yeah. yeah. So I was really curious to see how they if they they stuck landing on that, and I think they did. So that was pretty. That was pretty cool. Everything that's kind of like I was excited for to come back in 2018 has already kind of come back because like Discovery came back too. So I'm like, oh, I think I'm pretty much good to go now until we, they finally announce when Westworld comes out. Because I can't think of anything else that'll be coming back this year that I'm like, oh, yay. Or anything new because I don't really have, haven't seen anything new pop up that I'm like, oh, I'm going to get into that. So. Oh, man, I have a whole bunch of new ones oh, yeah. that I'm like stoked. And I feel like, OK, you know what? That's a good segue into the first one that I'll bring up. Because I, I feel like I feel like it's something you'll want to watch, Mark. Have you guys heard about Castle Rock? Yes. Oh, yes. That's, yeah. That's yeah. The the Stephen King. The Stephen King anthology uh, thing, right? Yeah. 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 Where it's talking about it brings everything back to that town in Maine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like where Shawshank was, where Danny Torrance is born, where they've got like um, all of King's characters have like weird connections. Stand by Me was set there. Yeah. And like it's referenced in almost all this book, Cujo, it, Pe- like Pennywise, yeah. and all of these places are connected to Castle Rock. So I'm like, and I love anthology series. It's like I think they're great. There's a lot of them going on right now, so you're gonna have your uh, pick of the letter. It's a really cool medium to tell stories where like you still feel connected to the characters, but like look how popular Black Mirror is. Yeah, agreed. Oh no, I love Black Mirror. So yeah, I gotta sit down and finish also, that fourth season too, but. I'm a I'm a big fan of anything that's like psychological horror. Mm-hmm. I found that I prefer Stephen King's television adaptation. Well, maybe that's not true, but like yeah, you didn't like that it miniseries, <laughs> if I remember correctly. <laughs> no, it was, it was super bad. But that's because I watched it when I was older. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I I feel like his stories could be really well told in the new like televised medium with all of the like access to special effects and cinematography yeah. and everything. I think there's a bit more room for it to flourish yeah no like i uh i've been hearing about that show coming up for um like about a year the one of the writers on it is actually one of kevin smith's podcast co-hosts so mark bernardin who does fat man on batman with him was in the writer's room for that show so i've been hearing about that one for a while I'm, i'm excited like it looks like it sounds like it'll be pretty cool so and it's got like um jj abrams is producing yeah 
And uh, it's got like Sissy Spacek in it, Bill Skarsgård. Um, so it, it's got like some is good he, names is he playing in there. Is going to reprise Pennywise? Yeah, I was going to say, is he playing Pennywise? Because they have. Made, um, it doesn't say. He makes um, veiled reference to it in a number of the books. So it could just like pop well, up somewhere. You know what I mean? Like the clown could just be walking in the background as like a little Easter egg. And that would be, that'd be pretty fucking cool, to be fair. Like if you're going to do that kind of thing, where it's just like little hints to things like pop up, you get that, you get a, like a ratty looking St. Bernard walking across the street kind of thing, just to kind of make you turn your head, like as a fan of his his universe because i think he says all his stuff's all interconnected but oh yeah it's all interconnected but um it just says that he's his name is just here and in the trailer he doesn't have any makeup on he's just like a man mm, okay cool could be the man that becomes uh pennywise. Becomes pennywise yeah that would be cool although uh so. I, that's that's one of the reasons i really like the tim curry pennywise is that you don't get that backstory like th- there are characters where they've gone back and given a backstory and then it's just disappointing mm-hmm. it's in the book so like i i, I don't feel like it's unearned yeah. like it's it's been in there since like the original yeah fair enough what's in the book his yeah. actual origin like his story yeah his backstory's in the book so what is his backstory he's like an old god like or something like that. Like, oh, from, yes, like, a I whole, knew that. like, yeah, it's a weird, like almost Cthulhu y, like Lovecraftian thing, but mm. just it's like an off brand version of it. So you didn't have to pay licensing or something ridiculous like that, which I don't know if actually applies. I think Lovecraft stuff is public domain, public domain now, but it's hard to say. So mm. who knows? Yeah. But it was, it was something like that. So, but yeah, again, I'm, I'm cool with anthology. I have another anthology on my list that I'm excited to talk about. But I'll do that next. So, Tim, let's look back to you. What's another show that you're excited for? Uh, I'm super excited for Better Call Saul to come back. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, on my list. It's by far one of the best series on TV right now. And I was so uh, skeptic of it when, when it first started. Uh, but it's just been absolutely phenomenal. Bob Odenkirk has been fucking killing it. I will go out of my way to tell, to say, like, I don't think it's one up. I think it is the best show on TV right now. Like, that last season fucking blew my mind like they were so good like that's such a well put together show yeah that i don't think anything like i forget about it because i just binge it when it comes out like when it hits netflix or whatever but when i'm watching i'm like yeah these guys they crushed it on breaking bad and they like somehow managed to make a prequel series yeah just as good if not better than the uh, the other one so i've never seen oh you'd love it just for the performances i feel like christy like absolutely it is so well acted um and so well written Mm -hmm. He has no business being that fucking good, Bob Odenkirk, like as a comedian kind of thing. Like he's so fucking good. Yeah. I I want to see the post, not just for Meryl Streep and Tom Hanks, but for yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's uh he's crushing it, like in that yeah. show, especially, like in Better Call Saul, especially. Like yeah. he's so fucking good. And everybody, the, everybody on that and show. And then I think like it's it's even it's I don't even know that you can really call it a prequel because like it's it's more just like here's something that is sort of set in the same universe and from an earlier time period like because yeah. i don't feel like it's ever going to lead directly into uh breaking bad they're getting pretty fucking close like yeah the way they have like, they're setting up the the salamancas and stuff like that like setting up the gangs true, and true. like having gus there and shit. that's so, true and yeah having gus pretty fucking close like to being a direct sequel to it so yeah that's a good pull i'm fucking excited for that show to come back to yeah absolutely but yeah, okay. So let's uh, let's go to Mark's next one. Uh, my next one would be I'm like I mean Silicon Valley starts in March. I have always enjoyed Silicon Valley, so that'll be season five of that show. I don't know why I'm so obsessed with that show, but it is really funny. 
So mm. that's one. I don't know if either of you guys watched it's that. It's been on my list forever, and I've seen like certain uh, like shticks out of it, like certain scenes, yeah, like yeah. the the hand job one comes to mind. But uh, that's how that's that's how it, I, it got sold to me when I was like hemming and hawing about watching it. Somebody sent me like a YouTube video of that scene, and I was like, hey, "Man, because it's wait, what is this?" It's, so it's a whole <laughs> scene where basically they're like trying to optimize jerking off as many people as possible, like as as quickly as possible yeah uh and so they, they're coming like trying to be like okay the guys have to stand like tip to tip and then you just like move your hand back and forth across both of them at the and same so time so you, gotta, so you gotta make sure you're getting people with like the, the same, same girth and they start and trying they're sort of trying no, like cry whatever it's like charts what's, what's <laughs> Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley. oh yeah i've never seen that either i feel okay. like i really need to <laughs> it's it, that scene that's like kind of its defining scene it's fucking so funny yeah. like it's so it's good. been on my list for for a while and it's one i i have been yeah. wanting to watch like more comedies lately just because i need something to distract me from the shit storm that is the world right now uh, yeah exactly so yeah it's uh it's one i might end up getting to pretty soon yeah you'll you'll mm-hmm. enjoy it. but the, the the first three years are really it gets a little like it, they're straining credit the credulity at this point a little bit with the story but it's still like watching the char- character interactions is still kind of like the main point of it and that's always been very consistently funny and well written nice. so it's a mike judge thing right like he just does he's got a knack for oh, that hitting the that kind of yeah series. yeah it's a mike judge show as far as i know yeah <laughs> so yeah yeah nice totally cool well the next one that i'm going to bring up is is not a comedy but i'm really excited for Philip K. Dick's Electric Dreams. Yeah. yeah I'm, Have you I, heard I about this? Going, yeah, I, yeah. I think we discussed it on the podcast once before. But yeah, I'm I, I'm going to end up watching it. It's just a matter of whether I'm going to end up watching it like right when it comes out or if I'm going to wait and pick it up You know, when I have the time yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. I simply want to watch it. I mean, I, I love anything sci-fi. Sci-fi is great. But mostly I want to watch it because it's got Brian Cranston, Steve Buscemi, Greg Kinnear, Timothy Spall, Anna Paquin, like just a, a ton of other really like What's well, also an anthology series. Yeah, that's right? what I'm saying. Like it's a bunch of yeah, based on a bunch of his short stories, yeah. So I am yeah. uh I am pumped. But yeah, like I, I just think for I don't know much about it except that it is like you said, the anthology and it's it's um different stories each episode, but with a cast like that, like I'm, you got me. I'm, I'm gonna watch it just for the caliber of performance. Yeah, and I, I love like I've, I haven't read a lot of Philip K. Dick short stories, but I've read at least a few of them, and they're always pretty, pretty solid. Like, uh, Christy, you know, you know that Blade Runner was based off a Philip K. Dick story, right? Yeah. Fuck, I'm gonna hate it. That's why I wasn't gonna say anything <laughs> about that because I figured she'd get turned off. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sure I will like it as long as it's, you know, I. I I just Blade Runner. Just I didn't have the director's cut, guys. I didn't know what the hell was going on. <laughs> but yeah, do do androids dream of electric sheep? Yes. So that's where the electric dreams name is coming from. Is uh, is that short story? And that's the short story that Blade Runner is based on. Yeah. I mean, pretty yeah. loosely based, but based on yeah. But still, like I'm I'm always open to uh, that kind of thing, and like I like the dark vibes behind it. I. I have trouble with Black Mirror because of how closely it resembles humanity in like ways that makes yeah, me uncomfortable. Yeah, that's like the point of the show. Mm-hmm. I know, yeah. and like that's why I, I I can't. I have to get into Black Mirror, but to a point that like in a in a space where I can actually view yeah. it objectively. I, I can only. I can't. It's, it's mm-hmm. that's not a show I can binge. Like I still haven't finished the fourth season because I no. can watch like 
I watch like one episode that I need to kind of bounce and go do something that's like, I'm like, well, now I'm depressed. Yeah. Like I, I need to go do something that's not going to yeah. like crush my psyche after like two episodes. So like I'll watch like one or two. So I've seen the first two yeah. of this season so far and I haven't like finished it yet, but I'll, I'll get back to it eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Like Mark's watching it in the background yeah. right now. But like, I feel like all these shows like that have that kind of uh, like that anthology sh- series, they feel like they're all trying to go for that kind of like storytelling, like morality play. And I'm just like, that's a lot of like heavy shit to watch all the time. Like if you're just going to like get into all these anthology shows as they come up. So mm-hmm. I don't know. True. But I also think that they have some like there's potential that they're well, that's why with Castle Rock, it's not about reality. Hopefully, you know, it's about the stories and the characters that we've grown to know and love. Horror can be pretty politicized. Yeah. That's true, actually. Yeah, you're right. I'm just talking about that. <laughs> and even then, like his stuff tends to be a lot of like contrasting like supernatural shit versus like real life horror stuff so like i don't yeah. know like the parental abuse in it and all that kind of stuff like that they, they they hint at a little bit in the movies but like in the book it's very like writ large like that's the main thrust of the whole thing is dealing with parents be, parents being shitty and stuff like that so mm-hmm. yeah all right well that's all i have for that one i'm just excited by the cast mostly nice the yeah. cast does sound pretty fucking awesome so there's that yeah so, uh, yeah, Tim, why don't we go back to you? I'm pretty excited for the second season of Legion. Oh, yeah. Because out of all the comic book shows on TV, it's kind of the one that's doing the most unique thing. Yeah. Uh, at least at least in terms of like a DC or Marvel show. Uh, it's doing sort of the most unique thing. And uh, the first season was done really, really well. And it's left. I mean, there's so much. There's so many places they could go with it now. Uh, been, sorry, hmm? finish, finish your saying. Are you saying they haven't officially announced? Yeah, they had a date. Back? Not that I saw, but it, every everything I saw said it would probably be coming back in this year. The only thing I see is TBD. Uh, April, yeah, April 2018. It's saying is, oh, okay. is is what Wikipedia says. Cool, but yeah, I mean, I don't have too much more to say about it because again, this is one where I really don't know where it's gonna go, and I didn't know really where it was gonna go when it started either. But wherever it does go, I'm pretty on board for it because yeah yeah it was a, that was a fun sit i enjoyed that show so i'm look, i'm excited for it to come back yeah. Mm, yeah cool that's pretty much it uh what about you mark what's another one i'm just like ripping through these i hope last, that's cool yeah it's fine it's pretty much my last one really but we've already talked about it is actually versus evil dead starts up in a month and i'm like now that i've yes. caught up and watched season two like i'm really excited to watch season three so nice. yeah True. If you're, I mean, if you're an Evil Dead fan, you're probably watching it already. So, like, at this point, you're just preaching to the choir more than anything, right? So, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, uh, I have seen the first season and thought it was great. So, I just need to watch the second season. Yeah, I'm surprised it's not on, it's not like season one popped up on Netflix, but season two didn't. So, I had it otherwise. Not yet. Yeah. yeah. It was fun. It was a fun sit. So, I was so pleased when I watched it, though. But, yeah, yeah. I think that would only make it better. Oh, it was so much fun. (laughs) <laughs> well then uh, a, a one that i'm excited to come back is uh i'm excited for dark though it might not be till 2019 so dark and atypical okay i really enjoyed atypical uh a- i think atypical, i've talked about that one before the amazon series no uh, no it's netflix oh, okay yeah um and it's about the boy who has autism yeah. oh right, right. and the family that like works with and around him and they how their lives are affected by each other and by him and just you know by living and being a family with someone with a a disability or special needs Mm -hmm. so uh i just really it was so it was so well done i'm just really excited for it to come back 
But Tim, do you have any more TV stuff? Oh yeah. Well, I can just go sort of rapid fire on my. Uh, I've got I've got a bunch more left. Rapid fire. Um, I've been watching X Files season eleven. I've been enjoying it mostly so far. I, I haven't watched the most recent one, but uh, I think I've been enjoying it more than I enjoyed the last season so far. Well, that's good because I'm I'm two episodes behind. I've watched the first one. I haven't watched anything else yet, and that first one left me very cold. So the second or third one was a really nice, like sort of. Uh, historical episode um it actually had the lone gunman uh, oh, even nice. though they're like dead but it yeah. had some stuff from them in it which was int- uh, pretty interesting star trek discovery coming back like like mark said it's already come back but uh they're they've, in been, the fucking, they've crushed it in the fucking mirror universe now and that's yeah it's been really good. Okay, I haven't watched any of oh, it, man. so I need to it's watch it. It's been really it. good. I watched the first episode. I was a little, I was a little lukewarm on the the opening part, of, like the first half of the season. But since they've come back, I've been, I've been like really into it. So I don't know what to say. Cool. I enjoyed the first half of the season, but like I feel like in contrast to what they're doing now in the in the second half, I'm like this is like they've taken better. a pretty sharp turn. Yeah, and it's really good. Yeah. Like it's totally paid off for them. So mm-hmm. cool. Doctor Who season eleven with Jodie Whittaker should be yeah. kicking in end of this year, and that should be good. I'm hoping we'll be good. Otherwise, a lot of nerds will be like, it's bad because she's, she's a woman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it could just be bad because bad the writing writer, or something. The new writer sucks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this Titan series we should be getting, the, the uh, Teen Titan series. I'm more hesitant about that than I am. I, I don't know what to expect from that one yet, but I think it has potential to be really good. And on the Marvel side, the pretty similar is the New Mutants show. Mm. Will be coming out at some point in 2018. Yeah, Preacher season three is should, is supposed to be coming out this year as well. Yeah, Mark, are you losing your enthusiasm for Preacher? We said we said things we were like super excited about. So this is one where I'm like, I'm going to watch it, uh, kind of out of duty. But I feel like they've kind of diverged from what I I think Preacher is to the point where I'm like, this isn't really the same thing anymore. I enjoyed mm-hmm. season two, but it's its own thing very much. It's not what i read kind of thing which is fine but it's it's i don't know it hasn't grabbed me quite the same way as uh the book did so and i've now i've given it two seasons that i'm like yeah okay i'll stick with it but eh. yeah uh we already talked about black lightning which um, i'm glad to hear mark enjoyed the first episode of we already talked about the final episodes of star wars rebels um and then there's a couple comedies that one is um, the final season of portlandia just started Mm. And I fuck, oh yeah, and yeah i yeah. fucking love portlandia i think it's like i Marta's, love that show Marta's sketch comedy of like maybe uh, maybe the last decade and there's this show i've talked about peep show on the podcast before yes and the the two guys from that mitchell and webb have a new show that had its first season last year called back and it was i, I just watched the first two episodes of it actually on my flight back over from the uk uh, it's a british series and it was like on the in-flight entertainment and it was fucking hilarious and like really dark uncomfortable like sort of cringy humor um which is right up my fucking alley and mm-hmm. the second season of that is supposed to be coming out this year too so cool that's it for me for tv really you're not excited for krypton krypton i'm hesitant on okay. <laughs> I, I haven't actually watched the full trailer that came out like I, this past week oh did they put a trailer out okay i, I think so it. yeah um, before that, everything's just been like a teaser, but yeah, I don't, I mean, it, I'm going to watch it because I'm a big Superman guy, yeah. but I am, my expectations for it are pretty low. So yep, I mean, it could, even if it, you know, if it's even like middling, they'll probably exceed my expectations. I'm right there with you, buddy. Right. There <laughs> <with you. So. laughs> 
Okay, well, I will just uh, I'll just rip through mine really quick. Uh, it's just two. One thing I feel like I missed out on, therefore need to watch and get into like watch it before I go into the second season is American Crime Story because this time they're coming out with the assassination of oh, yeah. uh, Gianna Versace. Versace. Yeah. And um, I really should, I want to watch O.J. Simpson. Like, I heard it was spectacular. It was a tough bit. but uh, Yeah, but like a good yeah, one. Yeah, right? it, was worth, it was worth watching. Yeah. So I really want to see that. Mostly, like, I love anything that's crime drama and um, thriller. I'm just like, yeah. And then the other one that I really want to watch is The, uh, the Alienist. Um, uh, do you guys know about this about one? It, yeah. yeah, I've heard bits and pieces of it, but yeah. I don't know too much about it. It's from the 1994 novel by Caleb Carr, and it's about a psychologist and a newspaper reporter teaming up to solve a series of murders on New York's Lower East Side in the 1880s. And it was, it's got like a Sherlock Holmesy kind of style, but it's, it's the alienists were the people who studied those with mental health issues back in the 18, 1800s and 1890s or ni- ni- 1880s and 1890s and you know that area it was when they were because it wasn't that they had mental health problems is that they were they were aliens or they were crazy or they had like demons in them and things like that mm-hmm. so uh i just i think that he's the same director um who did true detective mm-hmm. oh. and actually um, true detective season three uh they just announced that uh steven dorf will be joining the actor whose name I cannot remember or pronounce properly, who was the the villain from the first half of Luke Cage season one, like that, that actor oh. is going to be in True Detective season three. Oh, oh, the first yeah. half. So the the the, the good, good one, one. yeah, the, the good, good one. He's going to be acting like with Stephen Dorff in season three of True Detective, which like nice. my- after season two, I'm like I'm hesitant about it, so I didn't put it on my list, but like I'll probably watch it because I loved season one a lot. So. Yeah, so I I just watched a couple episodes season one. And I need to finish it, but it's really yeah. good. So it's Carrie Fukunaga is the a director, okay. I think. Yeah, so I'm I'm just I love that time as well. Like that uh, any anything set in that era, turn of the is, century kind of. Yeah. 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 Oh, uh, Maharshala Ali. Yeah, exactly. Mahershala. That's why. That's why I didn't want to say it. Try and Mar- say it. yeah. Mar- Mar- I think Maharshala. Maharshala. Marishala Ali, yeah, but yeah. So I just I'm interested in anything that that is in that uh, that timeline. So let's move into movies, and uh, I have a list of um one, two, three, four, five, six, six. But I'm pretty sure you guys are gonna wipe out one or two of those. So yeah, um, there sure is gonna be some uh, overlap on this. Yep. Yeah, Mark. Let's start back with you again. Why don't you give us a like, give us your your top that you're excited Avengers for. Infinity for War, Avengers Infinity War, <laughs> Avengers yeah. Infinity War, no? Avengers Infinity War. That's all I care about this year. Like, there's tons of other stuff coming up, but like, if you're gonna say number one, like the end of the Marvel Universe or potentially the change in the Marvel Universe, that's like that's it for me this year. I'm fucking ready for it. Bring it to me. It's, not, it's on my list, but it's not at the top. Uh, fucking blasphemer. What is it? Aquaman? <laughs> is it Aquaman? You fucking DC no. boy. No. <laughs> Is it Deadpool for oh, you, Tim? No. Deadpool's up there for me. Black Panther is at the top of my most oh, anticipated. Okay. Uh, Black, yeah, yeah, Black yeah, Panther's yeah. like, it's so close, though. Like, I don't even think it, it counts anymore. Like, three weeks away or something yeah, like man, that at this point. It, it looks fucking outstanding. Yeah, it looks fucking awesome. Black Panther's definitely, like, very high on my list. But, yeah, Avengers Infinity War is just, like, that's that's number one with a bullet for me this year. I can't think of... Even if there was like a saga Star Wars this year, I'd still be like, no, fuck it. Avengers is way more important to my. There is a saga Star Wars this year. No, there's not this year. Is there? Solo. That's not a saga one, though, is it? 
That's, yeah, well, it's a Star Wars story, which yeah. was the same as what Rogue One was. Yeah, honestly, yeah, Solo's coming out yeah, this year. Yeah, yeah. But that's like the, the prequel ones are different, right? Like that's kind of how they're working on them. Like, I don't know. Either way, yes, there is a Star Wars movie, but it's not like a numbered Star Wars movie. So I'm not counting it yeah. as, as as intrinsically. And even if it was like Episode Nine, fuck that. Marvel movie number whatever it is, yeah. 20 or whatever Avengers <laughs> Infinity War will be is way more important to me than that. 18, so. 19? I don't think it's actually 20. Are either of you going to be, like, are you excited for the Ant-Man and the Wasp? It's on my list, not, yeah. Not not that excited. I mean, I'll go see it, but it's not it's not in my, like, top six or seven here. I'm pretty excited about it. They've, they've yeah. added some people to the cast that makes me, like, think it, it should be good. I think the first one's actually, like, pretty underrated in terms of those movies. Like... I like that first one a lot. It's fun. Like it's one that I can go back to and sit through without having to worry about the rest of the universe at all. And it's, it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's like Deadpool funny, but it's, yeah. it's still pretty fucking entertaining. So yeah. Paul, I mean, yeah. Like it's Paul Rudd and he's yeah. always fucking. Hilarious. Yeah. Like there's a couple movies on here that like, are not, I guess like don't make my list, but I'm still like excited for, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm pumped for Wreck-It Ralph too, but I'm yeah. not as excited for Incredibles too. Yeah, you know, like I'm, I'm more excited for the Incredibles too. Yeah, same here. Kind of thing. But anyway, uh, let's before we get to that, let's go to, uh, let's go to Tim. I, I said Black Panther, so I'll go down the list to. I'll say Deadpool two is way is way up there for me. The first one was yeah. just so fucking phenomenal and just pitch perfect in terms of tone that uh, yeah. I'm really fucking pumped for the second one. And it'll be nice to have another like rated R superhero movie. And I hope we start getting a lot more of those. So, yep. yeah, especially considering we know like so little about it so far. Right. Like they've played it really close to the chest in terms of what the actual content of it is going to be. I mean, besides yes. that it's going to be like Deadpool and Cable. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I know they, they've done a, They've done a really good job of like teasing that movie without showing us anything so far and i'm pretty excited to to see how that yeah. pans out because they've moved those movies around right like um that got moved forward a couple weeks i don't know it's so hard to keep track at this point then, um, schedules. apparently they've moved new mutants back into the fall mm. like the movie that horror movie looking thing that they were right, right, right. Apparently got pushed back into the fall i think we'll get those two and um What's the other one is coming out? There's an actual X Men movie, The Dark Phoenix. The Dark Phoenix. That's on my yeah. list actually because it's such a like big uh, story. iconic big story that if they do it well, it's going to be really good. I don't know how you do that story without like you're going to have to recast the Wolverine role in that story. Like if they do it like a really straight yeah. adaptation, because like they don't have a lot of the X Men that are factor majorly into that story aren't X Men in that universe right now like kitty pride's a huge part of that story and they don't have a kitty yeah. pride right now you know what yeah. i mean so it's really weird the way how they're gonna have to juggle around like what they have in continuity right now while they're doing this story so yeah, but i mean the heart of that story is basically yes. gene gray and scott summers yes. right yeah. so i mean as long as they've got those two i think they could probably work the rest around it and sort of put in proxies or something so, yeah. yeah i don't like that the kid who's playing scott summers so whatever but I do like I do like Sophie Turner quite a bit, so I'm I'm like I, I yeah I'm excited to see it, but not that excited to see it. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Apocalypse. Yeah. Well, I'm worried about it. I guess is what I should say. I'm not yeah. like I'm not excited. I'm like I'm hesitant about it. So. Yeah. But yeah. So anyway, I'm gonna say a movie that I'm excited for, which I already sort of mentioned. I'm excited for Incredibles two, baby. I'm yeah. pumped. It was one of my favorite Disney movies in Pixar's. Like, it just it came out when I was 16, which is like. 12 years almost 13 years ago now so like that is a long time and i am just like 
to know that they were even making a sequel as soon as that like I with the the double sticks came out I was like I'm sold I'm so sold I don't even <laughs> care if it's good I'm just gonna be there I'm pumped like it was it was one of the it, it was kind of a left fieldy movie like out of because like superhero stuff wasn't didn't have the traction it did as it does now so like it was a it was just a, starting to yeah. like that was right was yeah. it was like ramping up because it's yeah. pre like if it's what does it say 13 years ago yeah let's put it like 2006 2005 so in the middle yeah. of like the uh sam raimi spider-man movies yeah yeah, yeah. and like just just right before uh nolan dark, yeah dark knight and, uh, yeah so it would have been right before it would have been right before because 2005 is batman begins and so it would have been, and it would have been three or four years before any of the Marvel stuff started because Iron Man yeah. was dead. So, and Batman was different. Like Batman was always a oh, darker yeah. take. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? So, like this, it was like it showed that superheroes could be really like fun in multiple mediums. Yeah. So I really liked The Incredibles for that. They're making a Mary Poppins fucking sequel. Hey, yeah. well, that's on my list. Shut up. It's on my list. Get out of here. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. I didn't even know what was happening. That's... Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, I'll talk about that when we get to it. I'll talk about it when we get to it. Blah, blah, blah. You know what? I'll talk about it now. So Mary Poppins Returns um, is on my list because have you seen title, the also. cast? It is a terrible title, but it's Lin-Manuel Miranda. Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt. Playing, Dick Van Dyke um, is making uh, a cameo. Um, Meryl Streep is in it. Colin Firth. Angela Lansbury. Emily Mortimer, like just a ton of like big, like beautiful British names mm-hmm. and Meryl Streep <laughs> and, um, and uh, Lin-Manuel. So like it's I think it's going to be fun. Meryl Streep doesn't put her name to stuff very lightly, but I don't really know how I feel about it as a Mary Poppins return. Like that is a shitty title. Who's playing Mary Poppins? Is it Emily Blunt? Emily Blunt. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. So I'm going to have a fucking crush on Mary Poppins. <laughs> Who didn't have a crush on Mary Poppins? I did, kind of, but, like, I love Emily Blunt, so. Yeah. And, like, the production photos look super cute, but it's, like, it. I don't think it's going to break. It's going to be, like, um, Saving Mr. Banks, I think. You yeah. know, like, that feel-good movie in the wintertime where everyone's just like, oh, I needed this. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's what its purpose is going to serve. It's it's not going to be groundbreaking in any way. It's just going to, and it's Lin Manuel finally on the big screen again. So he's doing the work on the music as well, is he not? Yeah, yeah. But this is between him also working on the King Killer Chronicle. Ah! <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So those are. Let's go back to Tim though for movies. I, since I don't feel like anybody else is probably going to say it, I will say that I'm excited for Aquaman. Uh, this production yeah. stills and stuff that I've seen for it. Um, look pretty good. I'm still not totally sold on dude as Aquaman. What the fuck is Jason his name? Moma or whatever his name Jason, is? Jason, Jason Momoa oh, yeah. uh, as Aquaman, but uh, I'm willing to give it a shot, um, especially if they're playing it sort of like the reluctant king kind of angle. Yeah. Um, and, and I did like this, the underwater scenes that they did with him in Justice League were done really well. And Amber Heard looked like a pretty solid Mara as well. So dynamite hot too in that she outfit, did look so. fucking smoking ass hot so i to be fair i haven't followed the the sort of what story they're doing with it yeah. and stuff very much but i i'm obviously in the fucking bag for that one yeah and like i'm the same way like i'll go see it like first weekend because it's a comic book movie because i'm in the bag for all this shit well whether it's good or not is whatever but i like the director the director is really good and i don't i like jason momoa like i feel like 
he's fun to watch on screen. So we'll see if that translates over to this. Like if they do a different take on Aquaman, it could be like the way we didn't really know how like Iron Man should be. You know what I mean? Like there was, you didn't have a real good feel for what Iron Man's character was before they plopped Robert Downey Jr. in front of you for two hours. And you're like, Oh, that's Iron Man now. You know what I mean? Like this could be that for them. So if they do it right, it could work out really well. Yeah. No, I, I, I mean, it's, yeah, it is James Wan who's, uh, directing it and he's the guy that originated the saw series and which is another one of my favorite movie series so yeah i've i mean i don't know has he done any like comic book movies before i don't think so but no i think this is first i think almost every no he did he's done one of the fast and furious movies but besides that it's been almost entirely well to be fair those fast and furious movies like i know you guys probably like laugh at them but like they are very much movies now so yeah, and they do especially once they added they added like the world's real superhero to the fucking franchise just to give it that much more credibility by like adding the rock whenever they added him. I think yeah. it was the fifth one and we're up to eight. So Yeah. yeah. And I mean and, and they're very much like similar in terms of putting a, a like a big budget movie like that, like he- effects heavy movie like that yeah. together. Uh yeah. is obviously gonna be very similar to a comic book movie. So Well that's what happened with the guy who directed Justin Lin, I think is his name. He directed one of the Fast and Furious movies, and then he did uh, Star Trek Beyond. The guy who directed Beyond was a Fast and Furious guy, too. So Oh, nice. But uh, And he also, James Wan also co-wrote it, and he's generally a pretty good writer, and yeah. Jeff Johns co-wrote it as well, and Jeff Johns did some really good stuff with Aquaman on the actual comics, so yep. this could be, uh, could be good. Well, if they could start nailing their solo movies, then awesome. Yeah. Like, that's great. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, maybe they have to go back around and slowly rebuild a little bit. But, like, if they mm-hmm. can build up the solo guys again to the point where we get another Justice League, like, and then they've earned it this time kind of thing. Whereas last time didn't feel super earned. So, yeah. All anyway. right. I have feelings about Aquaman, but that's just me. <laughs> um, Mark, why don't you why don't you give us another one? Um, I've got a couple others. Uh, Hellboy, I think, would be the one. Oh yeah, I knew I knew that was going to be on your list, so I didn't bother to mention it. Yeah, I'm. But I'm I am excited for that too. I'm cautiously optimistic for this one, just based on the cast that I'm seeing now. Like, but like David Harbour, obviously, he's like awesome in the Stranger Things movies. But they've also cast like Mila Jovovich and Ian McShane and Daniel Day Kim are going to be in it too. So like, this is mm-hmm. it's a pretty solid cast. So I'm thinking they might actually nail this i'm hoping i don't know how involved mike mcnola is this time because he was pretty involved with the the del toro ones i mean i'm all for help like i love hellboy so if they're gonna bring him to the movie like to the movie screen again like you you've already sold me i'm in so mm-hmm. I, i'm an easy sell for that movie just because i love the i love the character so much that i'll see him in anything so and it's nice that they're not just like trying to remake the original movies like they're not just yeah. doing another one with like abe sapien and shit yeah. like that and yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it should be good. And there's like, there's so much lore in the the Hellboy universe now that you can go and like mind that I think it's, I think it, it, it behooves them to go and like do look at other corners of that universe as opposed to just staying with that, like the basic original story kind of team. You know what I mean? Like it, it's good for them to get out and like start expanding into some of the weirder BRPD stuff because some of that shit's really fucked up, but really fascinating to get into. Yeah. Nice. So cool. yeah, Hellboy. Very excited. Um, okay, well, I'm going to say one more, and then we should just rip through our lists really quick. Mm-hmm. So I guess 
one that I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty pumped for is the new Fantastic Beast movie. Even though I hate Johnny Depp <laughs> in that role, I don't think he should be Grindelwald. But I'm I'm pumped for Fantastic Beast. I thought the first one was super fun. It wasn't trying to be Harry Potter, which I appreciated. It like kept the lore that it needed, but it was it was just like light and enjoyable. And I really like enjoyed some of the performances. And I, I wish that we still had. Oh, what's his name? Uh, Irish actor. What's his? Oh my god. Oh no, my brain's breaking. Uh, what's the movie I'm talking about? Fantastic Beasts. <laughs> oh my god. Um, what is his name? Oh my god, it's gonna kill me. What are you talking about? I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. Uh, ugh, uh, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. <laughs> oh. oh. I'm leaving that in, just so you know. My brain broke. <laughs> I was just like, what? Oh, God. What? Like, I couldn't think of anything. Anyway, oh, God. Okay, so Colin Farrell, I'm going to be sad that he's not there. But I am excited to see where they're going to take the series. So, we'll, uh, we'll see. Oh, Tim just yawned, so I yawned. <laughs> but, yeah, okay, let's... um. Let's just rip. Let's just rip through our our wrist. Our, our wrist. Let's just rip through our wrist. Oh, you're gonna all gonna commit. Okay, rip Group suicide on the podcast. Now we're getting racist. Yeah. No, that watch wasn't. Those, uh, watch those you guys R's, are guys. You guys are the worst. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Tim. Why don't you just the the other two movies I had on my list were I am I am pretty excited for the Han Solo solo movie. For Solo, a Star Wars story, um, yeah. in large part because I think Donald Glover is going to fucking kill it as Han Solo. Oh yeah, or, or even as Lando. Or as, uh, as Lando, I yeah. just about pooped my pants. I was like, did they recast? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, actually, you know what? Han Solo's not black, dude. If they were going to do anything, I would totally fucking take Donald Glover as Han Solo and just be like, <laughs> the black guy. And I'd be like, I'm in. Fine, fuck it. Yeah, whatever. whatever. <laughs> like, if we're going to cast anybody. It's going to be him. I'm in. Fine. Thank yeah. you. I'll take it. So. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, uh, it has a pretty stellar cast. Fucking, I mean, Ron Howard is just a legendary director. Yeah. And he knows how to put those big budget things together so well. Like, I'm sure this is going to come out, even though, like, all the weird turmoil that's been going on on the set and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. So. True. Um, and then the other big one for me, and uh, it, even though I've never read the book, but Ready Player One does look like it could be potentially really, really good. I feel like that's just uh, Steven Spielberg, Spielberg coming back in. Like, I feel yeah. like that's just him walking back in and being like, you guys are all doing these big fucking like licensed IP action yeah. movies. Well, I'm going to show you how to, I'm This is kept, like this comes in and in flips the fucking table. Pretty much. I, I feel like he's just going to flop his big movie dick on the fucking table. Just be like, this is how we, this is how you fuck guys. Like, I'm going to show you how to fuck. Cause he's the master. Like he made these movies, right? Like he's yeah. the guy who created this style of movie. So him coming yeah, back and not doing like yeah like him coming back and finally doing a blockbuster i feel like it's just going to be him just schooling everybody like this is what you mm-hmm. can fucking do so yeah let's like, let's up it a little bit so yeah yeah all right cool. that was all my movies mark do you have any more uh, i got a couple yeah i'm excited for that the the queen biopic bohemian rhapsody I, with, uh, right. too. yeah yeah like, that looks really awesome I'm hesitatingly like kind of curious about Jurassic World just because it's mm-hmm. going to be one of those big tentpole movies that's probably going to be shit, but it's going to do really well and it's probably going to take up a lot of air this year. Mm-hmm. Aquaman, we talked about. I got to sit down and rewatch that first Fantastic, the Fantastic Beast because I did not. I fell asleep during the first one. <laughs> Was not super keen on it. Uh, sorry, Christy. <laughs> Fine. 
I'm and Christie's I'm, eyes just rolled all the uh, way around yeah. in their head. Sorry, I'm sorry. I love <laughs> like I love the Harry Potter stuff, but that movie for some reason just did not click with me at all. See, I preferred it to some of the actual Harry Potter movies. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. I'll I'll go back to it. Like I've got it on there, but I just I have to sit down and rewatch it. I'm curious. I'm not excited, but I'm curious for Venom to see how that nightmare turns yeah. out. Yeah. Especially now that they've announced that Tom Holland's actually going to appear in the movie, like as yeah. Peter Parker, Spider Man. So like, that's pretty interesting. But like the cast is pretty good. Like it's got Tom Hardy and Jenny Slate and Michelle Williams in it. So like that could I be. I love decent. Jenny Slate. Yeah, me too. Like she's hilarious. So like that's should be interesting to see her in there. Mm-hmm. Um, the Tomb Raider movie. I keep seeing trailers for it, and I'm like, oh, that could be decent. Because. Uh, Fucking movies based on video games That's always I mean, turn out like, super the tra- well. The trailers look pretty good, actually. And I really like um, the guy who's playing the villain in it, Walter Goggins, is in, he was in Justified, which I'm sure neither of you have watched, the Timothy Oliphant show. Yeah, I know. I know of it. Yeah, but he was awesome in that. So it's, I, I like seeing him show up and stuff. So that's kind of exciting, too. And then other than that, what else is here? Oh, have you guys heard about this Red Sparrow movie that's coming um, out? The Jennifer Lawrence? Yeah, thing? not much, though. The one that everybody keeps saying is it's like is the Black Widow. Like yeah. going to get to a Black Widow movie, which they've announced already. Like, yes, so which is pretty exciting. I'm pretty I'm pretty stoked to finally see Scarlett Johansson get her own Marvel movie because it's mm-hmm. been it should have happened five fucking years ago at this yeah, point. It should like, have happened in Phase One. I should, probably should have happened well at least Phase Two. Like it should yeah. have been Post Avengers. They should have done that movie like forever ago. But I think I feel like they're really just doing it because of this Jennifer Lawrence movie. But like the trailer for it's fucking awesome, and it looks really yeah. good. So I'm I might run out and see it when it comes out. It's supposed to be out in like I think it's February or March or something like that. So yeah, but that's it. That's it for me. So Christy, you can go cool. crazy. Just a side note. Yeah, I'm I'm pumped I'm for most of those things. Um, I need to watch the Red Sparrow. <laughs> oh, and and Avengers: Infinity War. I mean, you obviously we have to that say yet. that you again. Didn't mention that, yet. That, is that. <laughs> that is going to be the greatest cinematic event of our time. No, it's not. Anyway, <laughs> it is totally going to be the best. <laughs> it's not going to be better than Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Okay. No, you're probably right, but that's fine. <laughs> okay, boys. I keep okay. rewatching that movie. I have a fucking problem with that movie. I keep like putting it on and watching because it it's so like. When you're high, you're just watching it. It's so much fun to just look at. So mm-hmm. it was fine. <laughs> you, you depressed? I'm sorry, me. was it? I, I was, it wasn't Fantastic Beasts. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I'll just uh, through my list really quick. Oh, I'm not wearing my glasses. I just went to touch my glasses, Way and they go. were not on my face. So I just like pinched my eye skin. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I am excited for uh, Isle of Dogs, the new Wes Anderson animated film. I think yeah. that's going to be super fun. I, I love all of his stuff, so like I'll I'll always go support Wes Anderson. Annihilation, which is that new one with Natalie Portman and Oscar Natalie Isaac Portman. and um, Jennifer Jason Lee. Tessa Thompson's in that too. The girl played Valkyrie in Thor. Oh, cool. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just I think that one looks. It looks like the kind of sci-fi I could get into. Yeah, I've seen I've seen stuff about it, and it looks really good. I'm just like I feel like. I don't know why Natalie Portman keeps doing these like almost genre movies because she just doesn't seem like she's interested in doing them at all when she does them. So, well, this is a trilogy. Yeah, well, but it's just like I watched her sleepwalk through two Thor movies, and I'm like, you seem to have no interest in doing this kind of movie. Why are you doing this? But okay, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I was actually kind of confused with Natalie Portman's casting. I'm always kind of confused by Natalie Portman's casting these days because she just I don't know, she doesn't seem interested in doing anything. Well, you know she's I mean? an extremely so. intelligent woman. I think she's like. Probably yeah, just absolutely. bored. Yeah. Not being giving something challenging. 
Yeah. But yeah, so there's that, um, which I'll keep my eyes open for. It looks like Alien, but more up my alley of, like, it's still scary, but not, it, it even had that shot, like, the Alien uh, movies with yeah, the, yeah. the, like, creature coming in and Natalie just being like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh. There were people thinking that it was going to be like an alien movie or something like that. I think at one point. Yeah, the next movie I'm 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 kind of like I'm excited for it, but I'm not like a hundred percent sold about like why it needed to happen. Is the Jungle Book? Mm-hmm. Yeah, isn't that already out? No, it's got this is the one with you're talking about. No, you're talking no, about lying. This is right? the Jungle Book directed no? by Andy Serkis. And yeah. Didn't they just do? Didn't they it's just do one with Favreau? This isn't Disney. Yeah, because oh, like this is okay. Christian Bale as Bagheera, Kate Blanchett is Ka, Benedict Cumberbatch is Sher Khan, Andy Serkis is Baloo. Like, there's a, it's a crazy cast of people. Tom Hollander is in it. Like, it's, um, it's it's public domain, so anybody can make a Jungle Book movie. Yeah, I just don't get. I know. Why. I, I I understand. I just don't. Yeah, I, I was about to ask exactly the same question. Like, why after that movie made a billion dollars like two years ago, would you come out and do another version yeah. of it? This is one of those ones that I think has been in the works for years and years and years, and finally they're getting to actually put it out. But yeah, I, I agree. Okay. I wouldn't. I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised if Andy Serkis had had this in the works and then Disney was just like, ha, 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 we're going to do our own adaptation <laughs> of our own movie. So it's not the same. Ha, 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 ha. Have either of you seen the, the Disney version yep. of that? Yeah, like, it was really good. good okay. yeah, it was yeah. pretty good. I, I enjoyed it. I I wonder, I, I'm guessing that, like I said, Andy Serkis has had this in the works for a long time and had this like cast that's been on board for a while. And then Disney came out and he was just like, Fuck. Oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> but this one will be like dark as hell, I'm sure. Yeah, it'll probably be a little. I, I feel like it's going to be a lot truer to the uh, to the original book. Um, I, like Mowgli is just being is being played. Yeah, like semi not a new boy to the scene, but I'm I'm guessing it's going to be it's going to be dark. Like it's those are the big main actors are the ones I just mentioned. So we'll see. Oh, Frida Pinto's in it. Oh, so, yeah, okay. we'll. We'll see. Like, it, like they've got characters like Nisha and John Lockwood, and I'm guessing it's going to be more like the Jungle Book when it came out years and years and years ago. The live action version that had Carrie, Carrie Elwes, and I, th- I think it was no, no. You know, it was the the guy from Jumanji, the older man. Anyway, that's irrelevant. But yeah, okay. So now let's do let's do our speed round of random stuff that we're excited for. Let's just do it in chunks. Like so. Uh, Mark, you go first and tell us what you're most pumped for with various media. Then Tim, you go, and then I'll go, and then we'll, we'll finish right. her off. Okay, so I guess like this year, there is rumors going around there might be an Arctic Monkeys album coming out that I'm excited to hear because I like the Arctic Monkeys a lot. There is, again, the, the rumors are, again, and I'll just keep fucking saying them as they come up, but there is rumors that this year will be... Finally, the new Tool <laughs> album will come out in 2018. So there was some Instagram stuff that was going on a couple days ago. There's that. Oh, they're definitely getting a new Perfect Circle record that I'm pretty excited about because the new music sounded pretty good when they played live. And then what else is coming out that I've heard of so far? Pearl Jam has been rumored to be in the studio. Who knows what the fuck happens there? And I know for sure, two albums that I'm excited for. Uh, Constantine's are definitely putting a record out in the spring. And so is the Tea Party. So... And we all know how much I love that band. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's music. Um, like I've got, I've got a ton of video games 
that I'm looking forward to this year. Like, I think it's going to be a fucking crazy year for video games. I'm sure Christy probably has a bunch that she's got listed too. Oh, yeah. She has <laughs> ton. Yeah, but like, I'm like, name I'm all them right now. Probably, yeah, yeah, probably. No, but like the the big ones that I'm super excited for right now are uh, Red Dead Two is due out like imminently, so it could be like they could announce it any time. By my list. Yeah, sorry. Far Cry Five mm-hmm. is off my list. Imminent and looking awesome. God of War is off my list. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry, Christy. Spider Man is definitely is probably the top of my video game list for this year. Like, I'm super fucking excited for that. There's a third part to the Metro series that's coming out, and I've enjoyed those games, so I'll definitely pick that up when it comes out. It's going to be a fucking expensive <laughs> year, apparently. Yeah. State of Decay Two is coming out. There's a new System Shock coming out this year. What else is going on? There's that Yoshi game for Switch that will probably be awesome because it's a Nintendo game. Crackdown 3 is apparently supposed to come out at some point this year, which should be good. It's an Xbox game. Have you heard of this uh, Detroit Become Human, Christy? Get out of here. Get off my list. <laughs> okay. All right. I explained that one. You don't get it. You don't get All that right. one. You're done. All right. All right. Uh, that, that's, that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Spider-Man's the big one, I think, uh, video game wise this year. Like if that actually does come out in 2018, I'll be fucking very happy. So. Yep. My turn. Okay. Yeah, yep. sure. Cool. I've been I've been chastised. So <laughs> uh, for music, we're gonna get a new Vampire Weekend album this year. Which is pretty pumped. Yeah. Oh, sick! Yeah. yeah. MGMT is putting out a new album called Little Dark oh, Age cool. that uh, I think the single's already out on, and it's pretty good. Uh, Andrew WK is finally putting out a new album, and I fucking love Andrew WK. Uh, and then mm-hmm. My Bloody Valentine is putting out the first album in like yeah, I saw that, that or something ridiculous awesome. like that, and then I'm pretty fucking pumped yeah. for. It. Nice. There's something else too. Oh, Franz Ferdinand's got an album yeah. coming up. That oh, that's awesome. The yeah, the, yeah. It's the first one they've done in a long time. But um, and there's something else. What else was there? I saw in the same article. Oh, Churches uh, has Ooh, a nice. out this year too. Like they're working, they're working with some big producer that I'd have to look up. But apparently, awesome. uh, she's been the Lauren has been posting about it on Instagram. Like that they're in the middle of producing and writing a new album, which is pretty awesome because their their first or their last two, I guess. I don't think that's kind of their first one. Yeah, anyway, no, I like churches. Um, their last two have been fucking awesome. So, and that hopefully that means they'll tour because they. Well, I've only seen them once. They've only come over here once since they've gotten mm-hmm. big. So, it'd be nice if they would show up. Yeah, I'm gonna need you guys to like keep me up to date on the newest stuff. So I will just like just say yes. Go <laughs> listen to it. Um, in terms of comics, Action Comics is hitting number one thousand like next month. Yeah, that's yeah. huge. That's so it's the massive. first comic ever to reach uh, a thousand issues, and they're doing like a big like hardcover that's going to be like thirty bucks. And Brian Michael Bendis's first DC story is going to be in it. Oh, nice! That's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, and I think he's taking over Action Comics. I think after that, I'm not a hundred percent on that, but I think I read something. Like that. Is he doing Superman to start? I think so. That's crazy. That's awesome. Mm, yeah, I, that I might be making that up, but you just reminded me that there's big news. I meant to say this was news earlier. Superman's sh- like shorts have gone back to being red, and that's like a, a deal for some. <laughs> yeah, people? there's a lot of people that weren't happy. Yeah, <laughs> it's been all over Twitter this weekend. Like uh, a lot of the artists that I follow have been posting Superman art with the trunks back kind of thing. Like they're all very very excited. Uh, isn't it just for the cover though? Like isn't it just going to be on the cover of Action One Thousand? I'm not sure. I haven't been following it really closely because I just kind of I'm just there for the stories kind of thing. That's cool because what's it called? That means um, what's it called? It's got to be getting close to a thousand issues too. Then it's like detective. Next, yeah, like in a yeah. year or two, you'll get a detective one thousand too, which is yeah, that's fucking nuts. Because like I still remember when five hundred came out. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Getting old. Well, it's it's a it's a bi- uh, biweekly book now too. So oh, that's that? sort of that's that's accelerated it a bit. Okay. There's going to be a Brian Michael Bendis ten uh, page story with Jim Lee. Oh fuck! In Action Comics one thousand. So you don't fucking get much more like you know. That's like that's that. like triple A list fucking talent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. But I mean, the rest of the lineup's pretty outstanding too. Like, there's a, yeah. a Paul Dini story in it. Um, Tom King nice. is doing a story in it. Uh, Brad Meltzer is doing a story in it. Uh, Louis Simon is doing a story in it with Jerry Ordway. Oh wow, and, that's uh, awesome! And Scott Snyder and Tim Sale. I was just gonna say, like, are they leaving Scott Snyder out? No, I guess not. That's gonna be the most expensive comic book produced this year. Like, just in terms of getting the talent in to like write and draw this shit. Like, that's gonna yeah. cost just. 10 Jim Lee pages, sweet baby Jesus. That's going to be expensive. Yeah. So. Uh, so, and we'll see if it actually gets uh, out on time. Yeah. April, April 18th, apparently. Uh, Action nice. Comics number 1000. Besides that, um, Doomsday Clock, we're only like two episodes into. So that's the one that's sort of finally uh, bringing Watchmen characters into the Marvel Universe. Uh, so there's still like 10 episodes of the, or issues of that to come out this year. Spinning out of the DC Metal event is a new series called the terrifics um, which is a sort of a team book with plastic man metamorpho mr terrific and tara which sounds like it could be pretty interesting sounds at least interesting yeah yeah and uh, the other one is uh, tom king's next like big dc project has been announced and it's called uh, sanctuary and it explores superhero ptsd so basically like the psychological impact of dealing with these like you know big crazy villains or cosmic like massive threats and crises and stuff like that um which is pretty like there's a lot of uh sort of psychology in uh, mr miracle to begin with so to get more of that in sort of out of different characters i think will be pretty cool too that's awesome and then uh games just that nintendo labo thing looks pretty fucking cool i think i will i i would like to sort of play around with that a little bit it looks pretty neat but that's about it. I mean, there's nothing, you know, the big game franchise for me is Zelda and we've, I'm, I'm still playing yeah. last year's release. So. Yeah. You're probably not going to get another one of those for another five years anyway. So you might get it. You might get it. Actually, yeah. you know what? You, oh, well, it, pro- it might be, might be a mobile game or like a, a smaller, like platformer kind of yeah. style game. Cause they're talking about, because everything's going to be on switch now, I guess that means that like, even the, like what would have been a DS Zelda game would fall on switch, which means you might mm-hmm. get a nice, like kind of 2d style one in the next couple of years, which would be kind of cool to have the, all those in on the, the same, same home on the yeah. same console as opposed to yeah. having to have a 3ds or a tds or whatever which is still like breaking my heart because i don't have one and i want to play metroid super bad so <laughs> yeah so <laughs> that's it for me well i'm just gonna go through these real quick um it's all video games and i've said half of them so. but yeah, yeah. you did say half of them but i added a couple that i thought you guys might actually be interested yeah. in so i'll just say those first the ones that i thought um did you say death standing mark Death stranding uh, is it stranding yeah, the the Hideo, Hideo Kojima. I did not say it because I don't think it's coming out in 2018. It is. They they say that, but nobody's seen any gameplay, so like nobody actually believes that it's going to happen this year. Oh, you just saw the? Didn't you see the trailer with the dead I've baby? Seen, I've seen multiple trailers from it so yeah. far, but. Well, I just feel like that's something that you will like because it's you know Guillermo del Toro and Mads Mikkelsen and Kojima, who I love. Mm-hmm. Pre Metal Gear Solid Five, Metal Gear was my favorite yeah. franchise. Yeah. So, yeah. And the other one that I thought you might like, Mark, is called Vampire. I saw that. I'll have to take a look at it. 
Mm-hmm. Because it's it, the biggest vampire movie really or game really since uh, Masquerade Bloodlines. Yeah. But it's by the people who did Life is Strange. Yeah. Yeah, which is like Life is Strange is awesome. So yeah. it was well worth the like the two or three hours it takes to sit through like the story of it. So Yeah. I didn't like the ending, but that's just me. Yeah. Also, another one that I thought you would be interested in is Mega Man 11 is coming oh, out. Yeah. They're doing uh, Mega Man 11 comes out at the same time. They're also doing a Mega Man X like collection that's coming out yeah. at the same time for s- at least Switch, but I'm pretty sure it's coming out for everything. That'll be fun because I love those old Mega Man games, even though I they're fucking suck at them. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, they're so fucking hard. You should see my mark go through it. That's crazy. He's so good. I know. He's uh, just, like I've seen him. I've seen him just like like a, like when I've been around and he's playing them. I'm like holy fuck, he knows how to do it. But like, he, does he yeah. have a Twitch stream or something? Does he what? Does he do Twitch streaming or anything? No, he should though. Well, he should. He should totally. He's do like, has been streaming. He doesn't talk. Has yeah, she? she's been twitching because she's replaying some of the Zelda games because she's doing a paper on them. And she's been uh, streaming her playing, and she's, some, she's always got a couple people at least on her stream. Nice. Yeah, I found out uh, Jim Lee actually does a Twitch stream, like he draws on a Twitch stream. Oh, nice. So I've been, I've been like obviously getting baked, and then sitting there and watching Jim Lee draw, and just being like, I fucking suck so goddamn bad at this. Like, so I would, I yeah. <laughs> I used to want to do that. I used to want to be a uh, streamer, but I was afraid of the comments. <laughs> See that doesn't really phase me. I just like I don't I don't play video games enough to be like oh, I'm gonna sit here and play video games all day. I could totally see like if yeah. I was a, an active comic book illustrator, like yeah, I'll just Twitch stream while I'm drawing during the day because why yeah. not? Yeah, that would be awesome. But that's for people without the nine to five lives. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But anyway, so I'm gonna just keep going. Final Fantasy VII. There's rumors that it's gonna come out this year. The remake. Yeah, yeah. That's been like teased since 2015. So yeah. I don't know. I don't have high hopes for that, but. I'm also excited for the Shadow of the Colossus remastering. Yep. But the big ones that I'm pumped for are Detroit Become Human, which yeah. is what you were, what you were talking about. It's where it's like uh, AI have been trained to be like support systems to people and they're finally striking back. And it's by the people who do heavy rain. So yeah. it's all like choice and quick time and, you know, one mistake, you lose a character for good. Like you're mm-hmm. done. You don't get that character back. Permadeath. Although that's that's the rumor going around anyway. So we'll see yeah. if it actually holds true or not. But it does look it looks pretty cool. And each outcome has like five to seven different ways it could end, which you know they promised that with Mass Effect too. But we're not going to get into that. <laughs> Michael and I are going to do an episode on that. So I'm excited for that. I'm I'm interested to see what Cyberpunk 2077 is because that's the pro- C- uh, CD Project Red, which yeah. is the P- Witcher <sighs> people. Guys. Yeah. So I might watch that first to see if i like it before i go out and buy it i'm uh but what the the top three that i am pumped 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 for are wolf among us 2 okay by the telltale people i fucking loved wolf among us it was my favorite game of 2015 i friggin loved it last of us 2 because it's last of us 2 and we've been waiting and that game is fantastical i still, I still don't think that's coming out this year it is i know they say it is <laughs> but i still don't feel like it's coming out this year all right and Kingdom Hearts 3! Oh. Kingdom Hearts! <laughs> yeah, you, it's finally you, you, happening! You Paul, yeah, you and Paul could do that episode. I can't freaking wait. I have been waiting so long. I've never played any of the in-between games. I've like started to, and then just be like, this isn't it. This isn't Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> so, like, that is such I... Like- that makes the final that that is so niche like the like it makes the final like it's niche compared to Final Fantasy like the the hardcore Final Fantasy guys like Kingdom Hearts guys are like 
Kingdom Hearts people, and they're fucking yeah. crazy about that, those games. They are. They're nuts. And I... Because like I love, said, I have, I've yeah. lived with one for like 30 years, and he has just driven me insane. No, not you. I've only known you for like... No, no. Like how long, we, how long have we been doing well, the podcast? Actually, I looked at we, the we video... Met on the podcast, we, right? No. The video <laughs> came up today of um, the 2013 wedding of uh, Eric and Meg, where I made that video, and you guys were both in it. I don't have any fucking memory of that whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, because we were so drunk. Yeah, we were so, so drunk. Yeah. But you're both in it. So <laughs> I saw you. There's evidence I will forever, that I... I will forever feel bad you. that I don't remember you, but I really, I have no memory of that whatsoever. <laughs> That's okay. But yeah, so those are the ones I'm like just jazzed. Can't wait. Yeah. So excited for but wow, I did not think this episode was going to go this long. <laughs> I am sorry that we didn't get to go into more detail. Like this is ugh, one of our longer episodes. So we should we should just wrap this up. So um, thanks for listening, listeners. If you made it this far, like good for you. And uh, I'd love to hear what you're most excited for, what what you're most pumped for. If you want to see a live stream of me watching fucking <laughs> Toto <Rumble. laughs> um, let us know in the comments. The answer to that is yes. Everybody needs to just say yes to that because yeah. I need to see yeah. it. So yeah. let's do this thing. As an alternative side note, Blake did give us a five-star review on uh, iTunes. So I shared the podcast. We were very happy with you too. <laughs> we we're so proud. So yeah. proud we got some followers and we got some, some people listening. That I was kind of fun. So, uh, yeah, if you give it a five, how are you feeling about that? How are you feeling about that, Christy? I told like six people don't listen. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I respect you. Please don't listen. (laughs) I love how you do this show every week for 70 episodes, but you, you're so mortified to tell people about it. It makes me, it's, I just, it's just just certain things. I don't want them to like this episode. I would share in a heartbeat. Probably won't. I would. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds about right. But no, no cool. I, I just get I get embarrassed about stuff I say. It's not stuff you guys talk about. It's the stuff I say. Oh, really? But so anyway. we, get, we get really weird. Then you're not worried about any of your friends hearing us. But it's stuff. Listen, I'm trying to I'm trying to be nice. All so right. let's just. It is, of course, it's about you. No, anyway, it's not. Ha ha. Where you don't know where I'm coming from now. Anyway, let's say bye. <laughs> so thanks for an awesome episode. Um, we you can find us on all kinds of social media. We're all over the place. But um, we are most active on Facebook, and you can just find us on Facebook at Dance Robot Dance Podcast. You can, if you look that up, you can also, excuse me, find us on Twitter at uh, DRD underscore podcast. You can find us um, in all of your podcast listening devices, whether that be iTunes or Podcast Addict or Stitcher or wherever you sound. <laughs> What's the one we use? Sound. So- the sound thing. Stitcher? <laughs> sound engine? Stitcher. I think it's a sound engine. Shout sound engine. engine. Shout yeah. engine. Sounds like. But yeah, and uh, we also have our Gmail that you can contact us at. It's just dancerobotdancepodcast at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, I guess that's it for the week. Do you guys have any sign-offs you want to give before we say goodnight? No. <laughs> St- I, I, Good. I, I okay. very much hope this year is better than last year. Agreed. <laughs> Uh, praise be the better. <laughs> All right. Well, let's say good night then. Uh, can we get a good night from Mr. Mark? Good night, guys. And let's get a good night from Mr. Tim. Take it easy, everybody. And I've been your host for the evening, Miss Christy, and I will uh, talk to you guys next week. Peace out, homies. <laughs> 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 <laughs>